You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's Tyler and Dave, and Ian play old games. We're back. We're back on our uh, our bullshit uh, Super Nintendo. (laughs) Welcome to the show. (laughs) Yeah, we're back doing the thing the show's about that we kind of hate doing sometimes. I don't know. It's been good recently. I said sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adding the movies has helped yeah. sometimes. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to change your your opinion. I'm just saying, for me right now, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's just sometimes I'm not I'm with you, terribly fond of it, r- r- of the, the subject yeah, matter. I love sure, coming here absolutely. and talking to you guys, and yeah. sometimes just riffing on bullshit mm-hmm. games helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, just in yeah. general, it it's helps. a structure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a loose structure. Yes. So today we'll be talking about the movie and the games, toys, toys. Robin Williams. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Before we get to all that, what you guys been up to? Uh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ian, you went straight like Tommy Boy, like just trying to make sure. Sh- oh, my hair! Yeah, sure, yeah. Sorry. Uh, it's been a, it's been it's another cool. it's anime hair now. Yeah, it Ian's is on. Ian's on. That's a that's a character in um, that game. You were what was that Genshin Impact? Oh yeah, there's a character Ian-san? named Ian San. That's funny. Yeah, is that your main? <laughs> yes. Have you been playing? Have you have you played? No, Genshin? I actually just happened to see it. Was out it an there ad? in the wild. I think it was a wild and in the in an ad in the wild. Yes, and yeah, it came up. Ian San. Oh, That's oh, some oh. fucking targeted advertising, right yes, there. Yes, <laughs> it is. They're watching, like Lowe's. Lowe's knows. <laughs> Got a lot of good feedback on Lowe's knows commercial that I used for the transition last it was week. Great people were fun. To I'm a fan as well fun with that. So this week. Uh, it's been a week. Um, I'll go through what I've been watching. I finished Fargo uh, yesterday. All four seasons in the in the can. Uh, big recommend on that series. As I've said before, four stars was insane. Says check it out. I uh, started. I was gonna go over to Disney Plus and start watching Echo. Uh, this there's a new show called Echo, mm-hmm. and I think it's like Daredevil adjacent because Kingpin is in oh. it, and they've got the guy that played him in the um, Netflix Daredevil. Uh, the Vincent D'Onofrio is playing Kingpin again, uh, and he's in it. So I think that's what it is. But I don't know. I, we're getting to the part in Marvel's universe where I. Kind of checked out uh, when I was a kid in the comics and cartoons and things, and so I don't know a lot about that. But it's like the first thing to come on Disney Plus that's TVMA um, for mature audiences only, and they actually tell you if you want to watch it, you have to turn off your 
setting that prevents MA stuff from happening. So Disney titties. Yeah, and get them Disney tits. <laughs> Disney. <A> Disney dick. Dick sneak. Dick. My dick. Well, that bodes well, though. Uh, I haven't watched it. I'm going to. Um, but that bodes well for Deadpool. Um, hopefully, they'll, that paves the way sort of for a, you know, a, a par for the course Deadpool that's not been toned down too much. So, Not your granddaddy's um, Disney. Not your granddaddy's Disney. Or it's, it could be your granddaddy's Disney Probably eventually, is. depending on when you're listening <laughs> to this. Um, and then, so instead, though, Hulu has another show. It's only got one season. I don't know how recent it is. It's called The Old Man. Uh, it's got Jeff Bridges, John Lithgow. Um, I've only gotten like halfway through the first episode, uh, but so far I've already started to really enjoy it. It's about a dude who is apparently caught up in this some heavy-duty shit in his past uh, because in the first half of the first episode, at one point he's laying in bed and someone comes into his house tries to assassinate him and he kills them and then goes on the run. Gotcha. So uh, I don't know anything about it yet, but so far I've really enjoyed it. Uh, watched a couple of really good movies this week. Um, I'm going to find the notes for that now. Oh, the first movie I watched is called Brawl in Cell Block 99. Uh, and it is about a drug mule who goes to prison after a pickup goes bad and he's forced to make a very difficult decision. And chaos ensues, dot, dot, dot. That's my boilerplate. I don't want to tell you anything more. Uh, Vince Vaughn is in this one. Uh, Jennifer Carpenter, who played Deb in Dexter. Oh, okay. The sister. And uh, Don Johnson. Uh, you Don, might, you that, might Don remember Johnson? Don Johnson from Miami Vice yeah. or Knives Out. Um, so, yeah, he's I in it. I forgot about him and Knives Out. He's come into a lot of things that I've seen in the last you know couple of years. Uh, really glad to see him, and he's really still... I think he's aged well. Don Jonassons. Don jo it's the Don Jonassons. It really is. We're right in the middle of TM, it. TM, TM, TM. Uh, gotta love it. <laughs> I'll register the domain. It's fine. Don Jonassons, pisstasters.com or donjonassons.com. <laughs> Go to Patreon. I, I gotta stop money. registering domains. It's fucking killing me. <laughs> just let them expire, though. Just let me know when they expire, uh -huh. and we'll just stop saying them. Okay. Yeah, we don't renew any of these I'll put unless a, they're I'll like put up a whiteboard, and we'll just we'll erase them. Yeah, whenever they're gone. Yeah, we can say these are the domains we once had. Uh, four stars on Brawl and Cell Block ninety nine. It was surprisingly good. Uh, and Dawn I found in out Cell Block ninety nine Brawl Brawl in Cell Block ninety nine. Wasn't say says check it out. I uh, found out after the fact that the director of this movie was the same person who directed Bone Tomahawk. So that oh. might give you an idea of the kind of movie this yeah. is. It's fucking fantastic. It's a real sleeper. I know how the brawl ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a real sleeper. Maybe it's not as bad. It's not nearly. It's graphic, but it's not uh, nearly well, as graphic. What if it was that director's Tomahawk. like? Signature, like in every film that he makes, that happens. <laughs> that <thing> happens. <laughs> they work it in. It's like a comedy. It just happens, like in the background. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> that's like exactly. The walking <laughs> Sam Raimi and or a cartoon rate. on the it's TV. Their signature or move. Or yeah, um, but that gives you anyone that's seen Bone Tomahawk an idea. A fantastic movie. I really, really highly recommend. Uh, the next one I watched is a movie called Arkansas. 
uh, movie about another drug dealer, uh, this time in the South. Uh, Vince Vaughn is in this one too, but not as a lead. Uh, it's directed by uh, starring. It stars Clark Duke, and I don't know if you know who Clark Duke is, but he actually wrote and directed this as well. Uh, Clark Duke was in season nine of The Office. He was the nerdy guy with oh, the glasses. Clark. Okay. And, yeah, Clark. Exactly. Clark Jan or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, that. and he was also he was also in Hot Tub Time Machine and Kick Ass. Mm. Uh, so you'll see him out Both there. Both the films I like. He actually wrote and directed this movie as well as being in it, and I really wow. enjoyed it. It was uh, three and a half stars on that one. Was it say says check it out? What's it, what's uh, it called again? Uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. Uh, he Liam Hemsworth. John John Malkovich, uh, Michael Kenneth Williams, rest in peace, and of course Vince Vaughn is in that one. Um, so on Where's to the Vince other. Vaughn-a-zons? Vince Vaughnazans. Vince Are there any good SNES or any SNES games based on Vince, Vince Vaughn movies? Uh, is there a blow SNES game? <laughs> <laughs> what's that back. one where they? What's that one movie where they? He and that fucking other guy from Iron Man go around saying. There was a cat. Oh, you're so money. Oh, that's uh, swingers. 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 I almost yeah. said boiler room. Is there an yeah, SNES swingers. swingers game? Maybe. So anyway, it's a game we could play and swing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, that's all the refractory period. I had to play <laughs> yeah. a little Tiny Toons Adventures. <laughs> Is that the football level dog? Let's get let's Yeah, let's not go in on that. You're so money. It's making so me ready. <laughs> you don't even know it. Vegas baby. Vegas baby. Uh, that's all I've got to report on watching of stuff. I played a little Overwatch this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Almost making it to the end of my battle pass. Uh, I found some really interesting settings. I play on console mm-hmm. and it's gotten to the point where I just prefer playing it on console. And I found some interesting settings from some like high ranked console players that have really like I put in and dialed in in the game and have really managed to get some big improvements in my mm-hmm. gameplay, my aim, and things of that nature. So that's good. So I'm really gearing up for season nine of Overwatch. There's a complete over uh, a revamp of Overwatch coming next week. Uh, well, actually, as of the airing of this episode, it's already Yesterday. happened. It's already happened. Uh, but. It happens the day before Valentine's Day is when this is happening. They're revamping comp. They're changing a lot of just a lot of really core fundamental things about the actual game. Uh, and nerf Kenji finally. They're not going to nerf Kenji. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't I, I think they need saying. to nerf him, right? They don't need to because like you're either good with right. Kenji or you're not, <laughs> right? And yeah. I'm not. And I was so bummed about Kenji's that, tough because like he's cool as hell, but he is cool as hell, but he's tough to play. I've gotten a little better with him because I do play Mystery Heroes, so right. just I will practice. occasionally get Genji, and I've gotten pretty. I've gotten to the point where I can hold my own with him. I definitely am nowhere near. I wouldn't. I'm like good adjacent mm. uh, with Genji, but. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see the changes. And Tyler, they're doing a the theme for the next season. I f- was going to bring up to you because I thought you would enjoy it. It's Eldritch themed, so okay. there's going to be a lot. Like uh, Torbjorn has a Call of Cthulhu kind of skin, oh, and that you know cool. they're going to yeah, do up yeah. all the characters in that. And then we found out, John and I. I was watching this yesterday, and they they did the announcement for season nine in Overwatch yesterday and it was like this big event on YouTube where they just basically did a countdown to the trailer for the new season 
So the trailer runs through, and it's real quick. It's like comp changes, yay, Eldritch. It's real quick unless you're looking for something specific, unless you're which I was. In which case, I was like, oh my god, how long is this trailer? <laughs> I heard there's a thing in it, and I want to know about it. <laughs> so I got to the end. Yeah, it went fast for me, but I right. could understand not being an Overwatch. I, was like, I don't person. know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> all the and I mentioned this on the Discord, but all the way at the end of the trailer, they you know it's almost like a stinger. Uh, this shows Route 66 map, which is kind of like a diner in an Old West kind of theme. Uh, and then in the background, you start to hear some music playing, and then they come in on a jukebox, which is in the in the diner, and they play the ba dum ba dum ba dum ba from Cowboy Bebop. So they're implying that there there is going to be a Cowboy Bebop crossover uh, in Overwatch, which is really cool. It's insane. Uh, I love that they're doing, they did this with one punch man. It was pretty sweet. I'm hoping that they go a little bit farther with this one. I actually had a really nice chat in the discord, bit.ly slash tadpog discord, uh, taste the piss, taste <laughs> Sorry. Uh, with a bunch of people, we were kind of riffing on who would be good in what character role and, uh, lots right. of good options. Fun. There's a long thread and on Reddit about it. Uh, as well, my only pretty much ninety nine percent sure pick is that Widowmaker is going to be Faye. Outside of that, I don't know. It could go anywhere. But anyway, so I thought that was really cool. Um, Junkrat is Ed's dad. Teddy Bomber. <laughs> Teddy Bomber <laughs> would be a Junkrat. Yeah, yeah, perfect. That's perfect. I want Teddy Bomber. I want Andy. <laughs> See. And I've mentioned this in the Discord. Corilla I don't foe. think that, that for the One Punch Man, they only did four people for the characters. Probably not deep cuts. <laughs> and they're not, well, the Terrible Tornado, Kiriko is the Terrible Tornado. And I would say, from a general One Punch Man lore, like if you've just seen a couple of episodes, you might not know who Terrible Tornado is. But. Again, I will say on the record that Soldier 76's Moomin Rider was peak casting. They did a good job there. But I'm hoping that they do more than just four skins. But, you know, there's four main characters in that game, and they're probably just going to skin those someone with those costumes. So I doubt we're going to get... Ein is wrecking ball. It's like such an easy. Well, just like make the ear yeah. triangles and we're done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, like <laughs> on the and his wrecking ball being the bebop. Uh huh. I su I suggested Diva as Spike and her mecha being decorated like the bebop. Mm. Um, they also some people suggested that it would probably be Diva would probably be Faye, and that it would be Faye's like ship that. Mm. They use so who I don't has a know. giant sword, huh? Who has a giant sword? Who has a giant sword? What Overwatch character? Nobody could just be vicious. Yeah, Genji's the only Genji's sword the user. only sword user, but the, and I was mentioning this as well. The they tip for an event like this, if they don't do everyone, they won't reuse someone they just did in a previous crossover or event. Oh, yeah, so sense. Genji was Genji was in the One Punch Man, oh. it was Genji Soldier 76. Um, Doom Fist was actually Saitama, and uh, Kiriko was was uh, terrible tornado. But anyway, I'm looking forward to that event. I'll be talking about that a lot. I don't think the crossover will probably happen 
until probably midway through season nine. They usually do that kind of thing about midway through the season to get everybody to come back in. Yeah. So I will update on that. Um, I'll either be really happy or really frustrated with Overwatch as of this time next week. So we'll see. But I'm I'm excited. It's got me real curious. I mean, I like what they're doing. I'm actually going to start playing competitive again and yeah. try to rank up and comp. Just because of the changes they're making, they're doing a lot for quick play. They penalize levers, and you know, they're giving you more transparent information, so you don't like have to guess at where you stand. So a lot of times in comp, when you would rank up or down, you don't know why. You just go up or you go down, yeah, and then now they're going to come. And they don't show you like where you are in the progression in your current rank. That's how Heroes of the Storm was too. Yeah, it's just kind of a guess. It's like you hope that you go up, and if you go down, you yeah. never get any reason as to why. And I would like go onto a website and try to figure out right. Like, and it's like what are why the am I doing what are this? the this right the game or you know, like <laughs> well, and that was again a Blizzard thing. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to be very transparent, and they're going to say these are the reasons that you might have ranked down. You know, you, you were your team was favored to win, but you lost, so you lost some cred there. But gotcha. you're, but you in particular were favored to win, and you won. You sucked in particular, yeah. so you got nothing. <laughs> so there's, day, sir. they're gonna they're gonna add that kind of thing to it, which I think is really good. I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah, I love that. Uh, all the all the characters now, not just support, are gonna get a very mild passive heal. Um, nothing game-breaking. Everybody's going to get more health, but damage is going to be dealt with differently. It's They're working on the aiming, and they're working on the size of the pixels for, like, hit scan projectiles, and just all manner of things are going to be uh, covered on this up update. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that, and uh, we'll see what happens. Um, moving on, found out a... I do need a roof, Fine. and now yeah. I've signed papers. Cool. I had mm. to borrow money and finance the fucking thing. Mm. So there's. So I had a couple of things that I had been paying off, particularly this MacBook right here mm -hmm. and uh, our mattress. Guess what month my payments ended? This month. This month. Yeah, this and month. guess how much my payment on my roof is going to be for the next every month for the next 15 years if I don't pay it off early. It's the same as what you're paying for the MacBook and the mattress. Exactly. Yeah. So once again, I'm not getting ahead. Yeah. Not really falling behind. Law of equivalent exchange. But it is absolutely <laughs> the law of equivalent exchange. <laughs> so... That's How do you transmit your new roof? Uh, MacBook and a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that. It would be nice to have a new roof and yep. not have to worry about yes. it anymore, and having a guarantee on it for fifty years or whatever it is. You know, all that's fine. Yep. I just wanted that money back so I could pay off other things. Right. And now I haven't gotten any farther ahead, but whatever. Um, it is what it is. I'm grateful that the roof didn't just collapse. The whole thing could have cost a lot more. The financing that I had to do is one of those we're gonna we're gonna give you up to this much, and then when they actually finish the job, the quote came in at about five grand less than what I'm actually quote unquote borrowing. So when the job's finished, if it comes in at the quote that he gave me or thereabouts, my payment will be less. And you get to buy ten Steam decks. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll only loan me that exact the exact amount of the job. 
something. And I told the guy that came to sign the papers and sold us the roof and everything else. And I'm planning on getting this paid off early because the interest is not great, but I also don't have great credit. So, you know, I take what I can get, but, uh, the, uh, the guy told, I, I told the guy, I was like, look, I don't want $5,000 in surprises. Don't come to me and tell me you found $5,000 worth of shit. On He's this, like, no, absolutely not. On this inspection. $10,000. Yeah. <laughs> so don't do that shit Minimum, to me. Because I know better. He seemed like a pretty straightforward guy, but I was very clear that I'm not going to be, I'm not going to get fucked on this. So I'll probably get fucked on it. But either way, I'll have a new roof. So, Dave, what have you been up to? <laughs> Nothing. It's been a horrible for me. Yeah, I've heard. But I don't want to bring the show down, so I'm not going to talk about it. But just know that it's been bad. <laughs> uh, watch toys. I did that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I played some Final Fantasy 14. That's nice. Got Fisher from zero to cap over the weekend. Nice. That was fun. Ocean fishing you, in that do game. You fish is... up like krakens, like in Ultima, when you get fishing up that high in this, or is you, it like... you don't. Um, you did that in Final Fantasy Eleven as yeah, well. Yeah, you did on the boat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what was it called? The Sea Monk. Mm-hmm. Was that it? It was a Sea Monk. Sea yeah, Monk. The giant then... kraken comes up and. Or the NM version sometimes, too, that would really fuck your shit up. But that's like, there's a version of that in Final Fantasy XIV called Ocean Fishing, and that's pretty much all I did. It's super fun. There's a boat you can catch once every two hours. and um, Oh, like a charter boat. You just get out. They take you out. You don't have to sail your own vessel. Yeah, exactly. And then you go out there. Spoiled ass kids that's right. With your your chartered vessels. In my day, I had to buy a boat. I had to steal yeah. a deed from from a man and bring up to the ocean real quick. And a fishing rod. Excuse me, you steal the key, not the deed. Steal the key, sorry. Thank you. Come, please, please, Tyler. Thank you. We're, Thank you. we're a respectable podcast. I, I cry your pardon. <laughs> Do you can it? It's a key. Do you can it? Um, Lord, Lord, help me in the man Jesus. <laughs> I thought you were trig. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm pert. Just a, just a pert cully. <laughs> Not a trick. Three cove. listeners are very amused. And us. And us. That's all I care Most about right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's their problem, isn't it? The other, the the not, the not knowers. Those who have forgotten the face Those of the uh, yeah, the ocean fishing's fun. Uh, no, you don't fish up sea monks, which is kind of a good thing because mm. it kind of sucked to to die to at die. sea. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I can relate as to a that. Dead carcass whenever the boat lands. Yeah, <laughs> I can. I can absolutely you have to wait for it to land. Because <laughs> coming from a GM fisher, a one twenty GM fisher, damn nice fighting krakens. You better get ready because they will fuck with you. And the, yeah. the, dying at sea sucks because I don't. I can't remember if the boat the boat could respond to your directions. Yeah. Well, you had to you had to macro that in because what you how you're supposed how the game wants you to control a boat is go south. Yeah. <laughs> West. Type the direction in. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 
Boats like I don't understand. Ooh, I don't have spirit speak. Right. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's fun. It, I got into it because the that um, hunt for Genesis Moogle tomes event that's going on. the The big thing was you get like fifty tomes if you get a score of eight thousand on ocean fishing, and it's like, oh, okay, uh, sure, let's try fishing and. Um, Regular fishing, not ocean fishing, is fine. It's all right. Fish up treasure maps and stuff. And I've done it here and there because now I'm also working on like a culinarian. And it's like, well, I can fucking like fish. I can fish. That's why I've made super bank in 11. I'm not going to make a lot of money doing it, I don't think. But it's, I'm trying to get, this is going to get really fucking like in the weeds for people who don't don't play. Uh, I'm not an expert on the game by fucking far sight. But um, like, I want to get a crafter up to 50 so that I can desynth materials because um, what happens is I get off these ocean boat, these ocean fishing trips and everybody's on the dock going (laughs) (laughs) so many people. I'm like, what are they doing? And Sal's like, they're decent thing. What's that? Oh, well they take the shit that's worthless and they try to salvage shit that might be worthwhile from it. And it's like, oh, I want to do that. What do I need to do that? And I like look it up and it's like, okay, I got to get like a crafter to 50. So, so is that like harvesting components type of thing? Like in cyberpunk, you can like take all the worthless crap you have and mm-hmm. harvest it for components that you can either use you can do that or sell. Eleven too with lightning crystals. With a lightning yeah. crystal, right. And it's, I, so then they call it's called descenting also in yeah. final fantasy 11. Right. So, um, it's it is a little like that, but like you can get some of your bait back, essentially, um, mm-hmm. so you don't have to rebuy bait. Um, they've got a cool. I gotta say, man, because I'm new to the gathering and crafting in this game, they've got a really cool system set up where it's like you earn what are called scripts, which are essentially like um, little. It's currency, essentially. You, it's a special currency that you get from gathering and crafting. And then you can turn that, you can use that currency to buy special items and like gear and stuff for your, for your crafter. And it's like, I didn't really know anything about scripts. I'd heard of them, but I didn't give a, I didn't care. I was just having fun fishing and my gear was bad. I mean, it was like, I didn't care about that either. Just, did my fishing quest that I had to do, you know, to because they gate you behind some quests. And you, oh, cool. I got a little, I got a hat. Okay, put my hat on, mm-hmm. put my fishing hat on, and I'd go get back on the fucking boat. And then, like, I got to cap, and um, Zal was like, talk to this NPC. And I go talk, and it's like, oh, okay, I can buy gear from this NPC. Um, and oh, I have I'm maxed out on scripts <laughs> because I've haven't been spending, spending them. them. <clears throat> right. Uh and so I just bought the full set of like nice. level eighty gear. Which is when you can do that. and all that kind of shit. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So it's not like the top tier stuff. It's not the level ninety stuff, but it there's a big difference. There's a big difference between like the thirty five and level forty like hat and shit to mm-hmm. like everything being like a nice like Level eighty blue. So now you're like Forrest Gump level fishing. <laughs> I don't like know. You're about pulling that. in like just tons and tons of shrimp. Pulling in all them jennies. <laughs> 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 uh, 
so that's been cool. That's been fun. Um, because of that, like the adventuring side has kind of fallen off this week. Like dancers still at 89, but I mean, whatever it is, what it is. I like that shit more in an MMO. I do too. It's the ocean fishing is so much fun because it's like a dungeon, but for fishing. And that, I mean that they put you on a boat with, it's a raid. You're put in a party and the, the the boat can have up to three total parties and you're all fishing and the, everybody can have a different goal, but you can affect the other fishers by, if you're going for points, you want to in the weeds again, sorry, you, Mm. you want to get a spectral current. So in order to do that, if you catch a special fish that has spectral in its, in its name, there's a chance that you're going to proc a spectral current. And then like the, the landscape changes. All of a sudden you're in this like galactic sea and you're fishing up like all these crazy fish and you're, you're casting really fast and like you're reeling in a whole bunch and they do the fucking fishing in this game is, I think, Nikki is very kind, and I think she she listens to me when I talk to her about this stuff. But I have got to be probably annoying her because, like, I keep talking about the way they've got the fishing. guy at the baseball game with yeah. the sunglasses. Yeah, it's that. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's that. And she's very nice, and she'll ask, and it's like we were watching toys, and I was like, it's eight o'clock, got to get on the boat. <laughs> pause the movie get up go fish for 20 minutes come back um but the way it's set up is it's essentially it's essentially gambling and and it's it's essentially betting because what you do is you cast the line and the there are, in ocean fishing there's three different kinds of bait and the bait will determine what you're more likely to fish up so it's going to pull from different right uh-huh. pools um, and then what you can do is you can set up a macro that counts. All it does is count after you cast. So you cast and it starts counting one, two, three, four. And if you get a bite on four, you know, oh, it's most likely to be this fish. Hmm. And the reason that's important is because you have abilities that allow you to like hook up multiple fish. So it's like, if it's a shrimp that you want, mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, the cast, the fish bit on four, good chance it's a shrimp. Uh, let me triple cast or triple hook and pull up eight of those shrimp instead of one. So it's kind of one of those things where that's what's intriguing to me mm. about it is it feels like on every cast you're kind of, it's not just a slot machine where it's like, what kind of fish am I going to pull up? Which is exciting mm. too, but you can also kind of like, bet against the cast or 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 with it you know like i like that it's cool it's engaging yeah. no I could just, yeah better than control x moat carp all right insect ball it depends x, moat carp. it depends on what you're looking for yeah i mean i liked that just fine in final fantasy 11 mm-hmm. um but yeah it's not as engaging you, and it's i imagine people I don't know, man. I don't know how people bought fishing in this game, if they even do, because uh-huh. it's like, I'm sure they probably it's could. It's really interactive, so but you gotta... Yeah, I think if you were to bot it, your your yield is going... They've designed mm-hmm. it in a way where it feels like the yield is going to be much lesser than yeah. if you're actively doing it. So, it's cool. I like it. That's it's cool. 
It's a great, it's great. Um, and then I finished Wolves of the Kala. Yeah. Finally. Yes. And um, started on Song of Susanna, mm-hmm. uh, which I am. I think you guys might have mentioned this, but I forgot. That is a short book. I was like super surprised when I saw the time on it. I was like, "Holy shit! This is like half the size of what I'm yeah, used to." Yeah, I do remember it being sh- quite a bit shorter, which makes me nervous. <laughs> it makes me worried. I think but, he was in because the Dark Tower is not short. Yeah, I remember it's you like, guys saying it's the longest. Thick or, boy. Yeah. So I think he was trying. I think he had some unfinished business, like the turtle of enormous girth. Yeah, <laughs> Maturin. <laughs> I'm impressed. I can't remember all the. There's I can't a, remember all the names. There's a reason I I remember Maturin, and I think you'll get to that in Song of Susanna. Okay. And I'll I'll mention it once you're finished. I think that's I think it was Song of Susanna. It might have been actually in the Dark Tower. When you're finished, I'll I'll bring it up because it's something that I think about all the time. Okay. So it'll it'll come up again. Okay. I and this is a little. Um, Dark Tower Final Fantasy 14 crossover. I've been so tempted to either change my character name, my Lalafell Taru Taru, to or make a new character and name him Bangos Gang. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I recently went through. You should through, see my Scott Pilgrim notes. <laughs> 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 I recently went through a branding change for myself uh, on all my platforms. Um, I do that I do this. periodically. Yeah, I do this too. Uh, I'm the blue band now, if I anyone's noticed interested. On, yeah, and on no one, I, I know the same six people we talked about earlier are going to be the only ones that might get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care. I like it better than Otomaito uh, mm-hmm. just because it's more timeless for me than something that I'm, you know, I latched on to, I latched on to All Might. Right. And I still love All Might yeah. and my hero, but that's not what I feel like represents me. I am. <laughs> more importantly, I'm the blue band. Anyway... Uh, I went through a branding change, and one of my possibilities was going to be Bango Skank. Nice. <laughs> but I didn't know which platform. I want it to be the same. I got the blue bend on Xbox with no numbers behind it. Wow. Like, I have a I have an Xbox gamer tag now that has no numbers because no That's one else cool. in the on the planet has it, <laughs> the blue bend. That's mind-blowing. I kind of am shocked at that. I'm shocked. But I, I didn't want to, like change it on xbox and then have BattleNet say we don't allow that word skank right so i i just left it out but i really (laughs) (laughs) i really wanted bango skank but no that's that's i didn't go with that skank (laughs) so yeah i've been tempted i might still do it Fuck it, just have a bango skank. Or I can name my, my retainers bango skank. I mean, actually, I might actually do that. To me, bango skanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Heil bango skank. Man, you talking well about... Met. <laughs> Long days and pleasant nights, bango skank. <laughs> Don't walk to the clearing at the end of the path, bango skank. Good luck. Um you talking about doing like a name branding change like across the board reminded me like, dude, Discord won't get off my fucking back about changing my username or I guess like registering it or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know what they want me to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like every time I'm like, remind me later. Nope, nope. And the reason is, is because I can't get Graveyard Duck without 
fucking numbers and shit behind it. It's like, no, man, I no this no. If I can't have it, I'm not I'm not playing your fucking game. I, I hear you. I know a day will come when they're like, if you want to be on this platform, you need to do you this. Have or to do this. Yeah, we've done it for you. It's probably more likely. Yeah, that's like. probably what it's going to be. I think that's what. Um, Battle.net did. Is that right? They like changed everyone or it was, no, it was, I can't remember if it was Battle.net or Microsoft or both, Mm. but Microsoft changed their username format and it was like, you can have any username you want, but it's going to have a zip code behind it, you know, like, (laughs) and I never liked that, but I got, I got used to it because that's kind of the way it is everywhere. Uh, but then when I like I said when I picked Blue Band and it said your gamer tag will be changed to the Blue Band, no number. So I was like, gimme. Confirm. Gimme. <laughs> Man. It's like buying a domain. Uh, yeah. You know? Going and wanting a domain and it being it available. Being there and it's like this, I, now I gotta buy piss tasters. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Uh hey, and you talking about um Microsoft on the Xbox, that made me think of um I have not changed my profile pic since I set it on the Xbox 360. And because of that, it is just like so low res and like tiny it, yeah. and hilarious to me that I'll never, <laughs> it's just a tiny pixelated earthworm gym yep. face. <laughs> that I'm like, I'm never going to change it. <laughs> it's, you shouldn't, but I know the one you speak of. I've seen it. <laughs> Just confirming my boomer status online <laughs> every day. Uh, I was just like, I haven't, I'm still kind of in a funk about Barry, so I haven't wanted to start a new TV show. Although I did enjoy 90% of the last episode. Um, Sally's probably my, my, my new most hated character. Dude. In, in all of Dude. fiction. Same. <laughs> Sally's so bad. She's bad. And she starts off like, Almost as the one that you want to see succeed, mm-hmm. and then has a, what's the opposite of redemption? <laughs> Damnation, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really played a stream T edition a few more times. Um, it's it only gets more fun. Cool. I got my ass beat at several different times. Um, some things are different, like now on the floating continent, you beat Atma Weapon, beat my ass the first time, so I went old school and rasped it to death. That was pretty easy. And then you fight Kefka. If you if you beat him, that's in, how you get the experience egg. In what form do you fight Kefka? He looks like he did on the snowfield, but he's green. Okay. And he was I feel like if I had kept trying, I probably could have beaten him, but I was like, I don't I don't I didn't save it for Atma Weapon. Kef I don't want to do it. Yeah, think about oh. <laughs> but the whole the whole floating continent scenario was weird because, okay, I beat Atma, lost to Kefka, thinking, oh shit, and then you just Gestalt goes enough Kefka, and then you just keep going with the game. So I was like, oh, that's an option. I wonder what would have happened if I'd beaten him. Well, that's how you get the experience egg if you beat him, and then of course the whole shit happens, and I'm running toward the edge, not realizing like. First time ever, I ran out of time. Like, I'm fighting Narapa. Um, the rapper. I run Narapa. <laughs> Narapa the rapper. <laughs> I, I ran out of time when I was fighting him. And I was like, shit, I got to do this. I haven't saved after Atmos. So I have to do Atma. I have to do Kefka. 
and then counter went to zero, and then Shadow just jumps in. He's like, okay, thanks for waiting for me. And that's it. And I was like, is that how it is in the yeah, normal game? that's uh, what I was is doing. Is that what happens? <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was waiting for you. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. The devil wasn't holding me up. Yeah, come on, let's go. <laughs> so, I mean, it makes me want to go back and look at, like, a vanilla playthrough. Is like, is that happens if you're at a time when you're fighting the, the boss? Do you I just... doubt it. I so doubt I was like, it. that was weird. So, like, I feel like I failed everything on the bloody got it and just got away with it to me it sounds like they knew that that was very difficult yeah because it was and that a lot of people were gonna not make it you yeah. know what i mean yeah i don't know and i have to do everything all over that. again um sid only takes like three fish three fast fish and there there he goes so that was nice instead of having to spend half an hour uh -huh. catching good fish and then shitty fish when you're out of options and then trying to do all that um so, but now in the world of ruin is supposedly where it really opens up, and all the extra content is content and all that, and that makes sense. Yeah. So I just now, uh, I, I when I went to get the experience egg in Daryl's tomb, hardest fight I've done so far. It was monster and chest instead of experience egg. So I was like, okay, I don't know what the fuck's going on with this. I'm out. Uh, but I, I've got the airship. So now I'm excited once I have time to stream it again and see see where else I, cool. I can go and do all of it. It's it's, it's really fun. Other than that, that's it. You know, a lot of busy busy stuff at work. Still trying to work through a lot of issues. Um, but it's all right. I got a raise, so I'm good. Hell yeah! Yeah, so I'll Hell be, yeah! I'll deal with it. Glad to hear that. Yeah, that's awesome. But uh, you guys want to try some some chips and do a draft? Sure. Sure. Let's do it. So I happened to be at Food Giant, and there was a big stand of Japanese snacks at our local at Food, Food Giant. Giant. And I was like, All right, okay, all right. So I bought three that didn't sound disgusting. Takoyaki. Got some octopus. So yeah, takoyaki balls, honey butter potato chips, and some sweet potatoes. Pizza, pota melty cheese pizza potato chips. Okay. okay, all right. And then this is some onion powder. I'm going to take out onion. of the bag and forgot. <laughs> No, I want that. You Come on. Some I onion powder. No, you can't just pull out onion powder and not expect us to want it. <laughs> Why you guys want to try first? Tease? What is a tokoyaki tokiyaki ball? We'll taste that one first. Maybe Taki if we don't like it, the other two can get stuff it, out of our Is mouth. it squid flavored? Octopus. Yep. Octopus flavored. So it's bits in, in Japan, I know it's bits of octopus in this special like brown donut almost, like a Okay. I'm not gonna eat that. Okay. No offense. I don't have a I don't have a strong stomach for that kind of thing. I did find buffalo flavored Cheetos at Walmart last week. Wow. That they're, sounds they're, like something that should have been around before now. It does, doesn't it? It's real good. They're real good. Did you pass those to Dave? I will. Thank you, sir. Because I've always wanted to try, like, I mean, this is nowhere near it, but, like, authentic takoyaki. Yeah, me too. Calby brand. Ah, yes. Calby. Calby. <laughs> Let your taste buds take a trip through the street food stalls in Japan with our takoyaki ball. Each bite has the same savory flavor as takoyaki, but with an airy, light, crispy texture. And then there's, like, an Olive Garden... Boat full of meatballs. I, don't know that I love the uh, uh, squid on the the octopus on the front with the uh, mm -hmm. sushi chef headband. Yeah. Yes. All right, takoyaki balls. 
It's pretty good. It's a good vibe. It's sweet. I taste more like sweet corn than I do anything else. Does it taste fishy? Yeah. No. That's okay. How about some pizza potato chips? It's almost like cereal. I don't. It is, it's but sweet. with a it's with a, a. It's got a weird aftertaste, mm. though. I don't care for the aftertaste, but that wasn't too bad. That's the yaki. <laughs> That's the yaki <laughs> kicking in. Melty cheese pizza potato chips. Mm. Now this I will not hesitate. It'll probably it probably tastes like, like fish. It looks like a yeah. combo. <laughs> yeah, that, this tastes like fish. Yes. Traditional American tuna pizza. Also, <laughs> tuna fish. Takoyaki, melty cheese pizza. Also, Calbee brand. Important to know. Mm-hmm. Probably got the same flavoring in it. <laughs> Just the bag tells you it's supposed to be something else. Okay, piece of potato chip. No, it's good. I like that. Tomatoey. It is. It's real good. It's got a flavor similar to something I used to have when I was a kid, and I can't remember. It was pizza flavored something. You know, it was I, like p- pizzerios, whatever, like a white bag that had the Italian stuff on yes, it. Yes. That's the one. I used to eat those all the time. Thank you. Yeah. God, those were good. And they always put so much flavor on those. Those chips were like orange, like dark orange with powder. Honey butter potato chip. Also a Calbee joint. Mm-hmm. Calbee. Thank you, sir. What a weird thing that food <laughs> that, giant for to them carry. to carry. Yeah. I know. They're just trying to latch on to that. The craze. Somebody got really yep. into anime that week that did the order. <laughs> yeah, the CEO is like, all right, guys, I'm dating an e-girl. And we got <laughs> we got to right. buy these takoyaki chips. All right, full confession. I am the CEO of Food Giant. <laughs> it took like a month and a half to get this stuff in. <laughs> Honey butter potato chip. I like the texture of the chip. Me too. It's kind of like a kettle chip almost. Mm-hmm. It's like in between Lay's and kettle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like the sweetness That's of it. It's a good it. sweet flavor. I do too because yeah. it's not too sweet. Mm-mm. It's a pretty good chip. Yeah. Not bad at all. None, none of those are too bad. Mm-mm. I'd buy that for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Well, it was not a dollar. I was going to say. <laughs> I bet it, it cost was 12 of them for all that. Well, let's get the chip clips out. Make sure these don't go yeah, stale. Save those. <laughs> Take them no, in. Fine. <laughs> let's not leave them out here like we used to do. I buy a bag and just like We'll just eat one, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's an investment. Everyone so, will up their d- donation. There you go. That's an investment. <laughs> exactly. I've talked to them all. They said, yeah. We had a little discussion earlier today, didn't we? And we, we determined that this episode has been has is airing on Valentine's Day, yeah. also known as my anniversary. Uh, so we decided, Tyler... Uh, did mm-hmm. we not? That we were going to do certain specific kind of draft, a Valentine's Day themed, if you will. Romantic comedies. Romantic comedies. Open for interpretation, I hope. All right. Dave, one through four? One. Ian. Four. 
Three. I didn't even say a number. So I'm it's probably going to be three, though, right? And I'm going to say, I'll say three. Two. This is rigged. <laughs> All right, one more. You. I'm going home. Three. Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, Dave, me. All right, my number one favorite romantic comedy of all time is The Holiday. The Holiday? Uh, who's in that one? I've probably seen all of these, but I can't, I don't remember the Jack title. Jack Black, though. Cameron Diaz, yes. Jude Law. Um, so wait, Jack Black and Cameron Diaz were in uh, that, and they were also in another romantic comedy together. Were they? Uh, I got to find the name of it. Go ahead. But yeah, the holiday. Shit, shit, shit. Dave. Uh, my number one draft pick is Shaun of the Dead. Love it. That is not only my favorite rom com. It's that's like a that's like a top ten movie for me. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that did, uh, very good pick. I'm sorry I did not um, get that on my list because that's a very very good pick. Um. Best number one Super China Buffet <laughs> on my list, Gross Point Blank. Okay. I've never seen that. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I need to rewatch it. Because uh, it is in my top. It's not. It's in my top five favorite movies yeah. of all time. Uh, highly. Five stars. Wisdom Sage says, check it out. You've got to watch Gross Point Blank at some point in your life. John Cusack. Um, a robot's brother. The girl. Uh, I can't remember her name now. All of a sudden, Jeremy Piven, uh, Dan Aykroyd, uh, uh, the guy that does Apu's voice on The Simpsons. Um, Hank. Is it Hank Azaria? Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria is yep. in it. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's a fucking great... Uh, Joan Cusack is in it in one of her... Speaking of toys, Joan Cusack is in this yeah. as one of my favorite characters she's ever played, but she's in the movie for maybe five minutes at mm. the most. Um, it just goes on and on. She sings in the bathroom because the acoustics are great in there. Not in this one. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> But I do absolutely 100%. It's homework, people. Watch Gross Point Blank at some point. You'll love it. Or you won't. I don't care, but I love it. <laughs> uh, my number two will be the movie my high school girlfriend's dad, when he asked me, what do you want for Christmas? I said, this movie. So he instead bought me Tomb Raider. Debbie Does Dallas. Oh, the, Tomb Raider. Yeah. Titanic? The Family Man. Starring oh, Nicolas right. Cage and Taya Leone. That is a good Fucking movie. Fucking love, and that still made an impact on me. How big they went for each other's anniversaries. And I always remember that. It was just like, okay, when I get married, that's absolutely what I'm going to do, and that is still what I do from the influence of mm -hmm. the Family Man. It's a great movie. I did very much enjoy it. There's too many cutaways for me. I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> Dave number two, Chasing Amy. Mm. All right. Kevin Smith joint. Yeah. Came uh, out after Clerks. Came out after Clerks, before Dogma, before after Mallrats. Mall after Mallrats. You're right. I think it's after Mallrats. Ooh. That's a little fuzzy. fuzzy I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it is after it, Mallrats. I think it goes Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Mallrats 2. No, uh, Clerks 2. No. Dog, it. It's Dogma. Dogma. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Shit, yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, Chasing Amy. Um, I I don't know. I, th- I like the movie. I feel like it's one of those movies there have been discussions about where it's like, oh, it doesn't age well. But um, still a good movie. Yeah. All right. And number two. Scott Pilgrim I thought versus okay. the world okay. on, my, on my list. That's a good pick. It's it's probably as much a rom-com as anything I've ever seen, but it just is framed in a way that keeps me very entertained, obviously, that I love. Um, yeah, Scott Pilgrim, number two. Uh, my number three, I've only seen bits and pieces of it. Um, pretty woman. Pretty woman. She's going for points on the board with that one. Hey, it's got Jason Alexander. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Got hair. That's true. Yeah, that was back in his McDLT days. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, you're right. <laughs> and you know, one of the most personable and outgoing, approachable actresses in the industry, Julia Roberts. We all know how Tinkerbell. We all know how much she loves. You know, well, I remember being, being genuine, asking about that movie, like people being so crazy about it. I don't remember who I was talking to about it. They're like, "Yeah, a prostitute, heart of gold." You know, they don't kiss, and he saves her. I was like, "Oh, does he like hire her, but then not fuck her?" They're like, "Oh, no, no. he fucks her." <laughs> <laughs> that's the oh, okay. that's the no, wrong no. part. She has the heart of gold. Were you not listening? <laughs> he's, he's just a dude who likes to fuck. <laughs> He's got a he's got a heart of gold. <laughs> he's got the Midas touch. <laughs> Having a bunch of money doesn't hurt. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> she has a heart of gold uh, and also likes this dude's <laughs> lots of sh- fucking shit tons of money, man. <laughs> yeah. Money doesn't hurt. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Dave number three. Uh knocked up. Knocked up is knocked a very up. good one. Little Judd Apatow yes. film. Ian Tree. The Princess Bride. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Classic, 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 classic. Yep. I need to rewatch that. It's been a long time since I have watched it. I just actually watched it uh, the other day. It happened to be on, and we left it there. And- I love it. I love that movie. The dialogue alone is mm-hmm. worth it, but the, yeah. the, the it's one of those stories uh, also featuring Robin Wright, who is in Toys. Um, yeah, Buttercup. I did not recognize she, Buttercup at is, all. Uh-uh. is in Toys. So, uh, yeah. God, man. I'm making Jesus a lot of Christ, crossovers right. here unintentionally. Fuck. Yeah. So, yeah, Princess Bride. Quite a bit younger than Rob Williams in that movie. Quite a bit younger. <laughs> yeah. 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 And... uh uh, his dad set her up with him <laughs> through uh, employment, through his company. Yeah, <laughs> it was through his company. Hand selected. She even uh-huh. says, hand selected. Yep. Not weird. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Wait, there's weird stuff in that movie? You're right. We should talk about that sometime. We should. The movie Toys. I agree. How about later tonight? That's uh, not good for me. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'll point on the board again with one of Melissa's favorite movies, When Harry Met Sally. It's a great it's movie. classic. It's a great movie. We watched it, I think last year uh, we watched it, uh, and it was the first time I had ever sat down and actually watched it all the way through. 
Um, I enjoyed it. Very good movie. Yeah, it's good, a good pick. Movie. Good pick. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> yes. David uh, Punch Drunk Love. I don't think I've seen that one. It's interesting. I have. Uh, oh wait, is that the the Adam Sandler movie? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting kind of like take on on it, and it's really interesting to see. It's a good role for Adam Sandler because it's one of those movies where he is kind of pretty much playing one of his characters that he plays in movies. Right. But it's all like done through like the lens of more so reality mm-hmm. than in like say Adam Sandler, yeah. uh, uh, Billy Madison or um, Happy, uh, Gilmore Happy Gilmore type. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting to see like that same kind of like rage, ragey, rage man. Um, but kind of in a like a real life interpretation, not of, a super of a, lovable way. Yeah, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Me and number four. I'm going to be able to go to ten on this one if you guys want. Um, I've got from I'm not in, in. I have my list in no particular order. I'm just picking from my list. Um, Groundhog Day. Yeah. Oh, it's my number four. Just watched that the other day. On Groundhog Day, it's a good. That's a good day to watch it. Yeah, they stream. They run it on a like AMC. Oh, really? From midnight they to midnight, they do cool. a marathon of it. So you're guaranteed. And it's funny because you can watch it anytime, <laughs> but it's also because you're doing the same thing over and right. over if you just leave it on that channel. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. <laughs> and now suddenly I'm buying Buffalo Cheetos, and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, number five. I'll say Happy Gilmore then. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good pick. A good love story. Because I'm, it was my suggestion and I'm struggling with it. (laughs) Oh, well, we don't have to go to 10 if you don't want to. I'll I'll just do honorable mentions. I've got them. Dave, you're up. Um, Another Adam Sandler joint, one that Nikki and I have watched a whole hell of a lot. I don't know. We liked it. Other than that, I don't know why we watched it so much. Maybe we had it on VHS or something. Uh, but The Wedding Singer. Dude, that is a great fucking movie. For the music alone, yeah. that movie is great. Yeah, it's... Uh, speaking of Don Johnson, Miami Vice, you know, the boyfriend that yes. dresses like Miami Vice, yes. drives a literal DeLorean. Takes the Don Johnson a little bit. Too far. <laughs> he does. He does. Uh, he celebrated um, about 20 years early, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but man, that movie, we've watched that one, like back in college, we watched that one so many times. We did, too. That's a so great many pick. times. Yeah, number five. Uh, my number five is also an Adam Sandler movie. Uh, a lot of rom coms from Adam. Is it uh, also a Drew Barrymore? It is. Fifty uh-huh. First Dates. Yeah. Uh, I, fucking I, love I, that, that I movie. Have seen yeah. it. I like it too. That one like actually that one still to this day gets me a little choky, choky yeah. at the end. You know, I yeah. get a little for Clint and stuff. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I love how happy it is. That is a very happy ending to a pretty funny movie yeah and uh of course adam sandler and drew barrymore play so well off of each other they really really i don't think they would be a good couple but they're a great acting pair they they really know how to play off one another yeah oh absolutely and it's also like believable it is to a certain extent it really is uh so yeah 51st dates is is my number five we doing 10 or are we going to honorable mention? 
I don't if you if you're struggling, man. Mm. If you really want to, I'll I'll do it. I've only got a few more. Um sorry, Henry's well, just I'm, sending me request after request uh, for apps. I'm oh, like, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? Me? <laughs> and he knows better. He knows it's broken. I can't like when I tap on it, nothing happens. <laughs> sorry. Your call, brother. Well, let's do honorable mentions so we can sure. talk plenty about toys. Yeah, yeah. toys. Um, I got 16 Candles and The Breakfast Club, yeah. two of my all-time oh, favorites. Even think about shit. Great, great romantic comedies. Um, Clueless. Smoke up. Is a good one for me. Uh, liked Love Actually. That's a good Christmas rom-com. Mm-hmm. I watch that every year. And then the one I was trying to think of with um, Jack Black and who did you say? Cameron Diaz. It's not Cameron Diaz. It's um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, Shallow Howl. Shallow Howl. Mm. Yeah, Shallow That's Howl's a good. Pretty good movie. Yeah. I never yeah. saw it. It's good. Like it's Shallow neat. Howl. But I remember the yeah. commercial where Jason Alexander jumps in again. The pool. Yeah. With a tail. Oh, Jason Alexander with a <laughs> tan. Tail. Oh, a tail. <laughs> yeah. Shit. He's got like, a little waggy tail. Like a Goku. Like, like, a, like it's Jason. Oh, hear me out. Jason Alexander <laughs> plays Goku <laughs> in a Jack Black movie. <laughs> So like the other characters, it's Piccolo is making me angry. <laughs> Elaine rips his tail off. I don't like this, and this is what I'm doing with it. Throws it out the window. Elaine is Yajirobe. <laughs> no, no one else plays a Dragon Ball character. That's what's great about. Oh, that's what's just, great about the movie. Everyone else plays who they would normally play at Shallow <laughs> Hal. It's just Jason Alexander plays Goku. <laughs> okay. Right, Any yes. honorable mentions from you, Dave? Bridesmaids. I don't know if that. Oh, would that's a good one. Shit. Shit. Um, yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. And forty-year-old virgin. Um, I know. Yeah. I already did knocked up, so I didn't really want to do to Judd up. Nick and Nora's but. Infinite Playlist. I really liked. Uh, it's okay. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. That wouldn't be on my personal one, but I could see that. Juno is another one that kind of reminds me of Nick yeah. and Nora, I guess, because of Juno's um, one that you look back on. And it's like. Ooh. I know, right? <laughs> it's a different lens. I saw a TikTok about that and 500 Days of Summer. Yep. Being one, like, everyone's sympathetic toward Joseph Gordon-Lovett. And then when you get older, it's like, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, I liked I liked 500 Days of Summer. I totally get the, I totally get the you know, complaints about it. I'm not trying to defend it. I don't think I've seen that one. It definitely made me feel emotions when I watched it. I'll give it that. Okay, well, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy yeah. Valentine's. Go snuggle All up the with stuff you. I ordered still isn't in, and it was supposed to be. So For us, it's fine. Oh, yeah. For you guys. Well, you can give it I to us need, on Valentine's Day next I thought maybe week. I had still a need to figure out after. Christmas gifts. I think your Christmas gifts are still in there. Oh, well. And yours is in my Amazon basket. <laughs> <laughs> you can save it for next year. It's fine. <laughs> Honorable mention... I got to do oh. 30 Rock uh, Valentine's Day episode. Okay. Mm. It's great. Which one is that again? It's the one where uh, Rachel Dratch plays um, a, a lady of the street uh, that Jack uh, picks up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts her back where he found her. <laughs> <laughs> I got to rewatch 30 Rock. It's been a while. and I want to, but I can't get Melissa into it. 30 Rock rules. God, it's man. the best. God, 30, 30 Rock rules. It's like jokes per minute is, I feel like 30 Rock is one of those shows uh-huh. that like kind of changed the way things were written because it was mm-hmm. written so well. Yeah. And I do honestly think like StarCraft is all about like 
actions per minute and like 30 rock is all about fucking jokes per minute and like the jokes are also layered yeah where it's like God, I know. you can find something funny but for like three different reasons yeah uh, so. so i like have always thought that can i if- google myself in your office liz living <laughs> how else you gotta do it <laughs> if i ever thought that i would meet a celebrity i think i'd like to i'd like to think that i would be you know, pretty chill about it. Yeah. Uh, if I ever meet Tina Fey, I'm going to lose my shit. Mm. I've got a real, real thing for Tina Top Fey. Five. Yeah. Top Easy. Five. Easily. Well, laminated on the laminated list. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm take a little break, talk about toys. I do. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> you guessed wrong. You only think I guessed wrong. That's what's so funny. I switched glasses when your back was turned. Ha <laughs> ha, you fool. You fell victim to one of the classic blunders. The most famous is never get involved in a land war in Asia, but only slightly less well-known is this. Never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. <laughs> and we're back for the game talk. The and, game the talk. and the movie talk. Movie All right. talk first. Yeah. Movie talk first. Yeah. Toys the movie. Toys the film. The film. Please. You're right. You're, you're right. Please. You're Let's right. show some respect. Dave, the 1992 film. Yes. Let's get all the things in there. Melissa Let's... and her brother fucking love the shit out of this. They had it on VHS. They watched it repeatedly. They fucking adore it. So I watched it with. So my perception of it's probably colored because I watched it with somebody who was very happy and very enthusiastic yeah. and was talking of every bit and laughing at every joke. Good. So I think had you seen great. it before? I I knew the ending. I knew the I knew the the surprise. Uh huh. Um. The sister. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that. Spoilers for 1992's film, The Toys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joan Cusack's character is a robot the whole time. <laughs> uh-huh. Massive spoilers for 1992 film. I am film Kilroy. Toy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I gotta say, honestly, what a weird fucking moment. But also, like, okay, that makes sense. Because I thought, tracks. She, I thought go- she was just a challenged person. I did too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I really did to a point where it's like. Tropic Thunder, like you don't. <laughs> like, she simple jacking him. Like, yeah, like you don't do. You that. don't I mean, go full. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, it's 1992. I guess if Joan wants to do that. She can. We but. just watched that too. I mean, holy shit, <laughs> that's a good movie. A fucking great movie. I anyway, wish there was this SNES. Tropic I do as well. <laughs> just someone make that rom so we can play it and talk about the movie. Maybe we should do a Patreon about Tropic Thunder. Anyway, uh, I had seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Before, back in the day, back when it was, you know, on VHS, and I hated it. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Fucking hated it. <laughs> Watched it's it not again. what you're expecting it to be. Watched Especially, it again today. Like, I, um, so you ran it on VHS. How old were you, do you think, at the time? Like a teenager? No, I would in have been. In 1992, Ian was 36 was, years old. <laughs> in 1992, I was. Um, Almost 20. Almost 20. Okay. 
I was uh, which we wouldn't have watched it. We didn't go to the theater, so we would have watched Whew, it. Dodge that bullet. <laughs> we would have watched it when I was twenty. Okay. Yeah. We rented it, and I remember like pretty much begging my mom to rent it, and then she did rent it for me, and then. Boy, was I disappointed. I didn't watch all of it because probably about 10 minutes in, I was like, nope, nope. It opens with, it, it, it opens with like a fucking ballet. Christmas. And a Christmas ballet. Ballet thing. party thing. I've got notes. Yeah. And it was just like, I could, it was just like, oh no, I thought this was going to be like, about toys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had uh we had we had that reaction as well, even at twenty. Yeah. We were excited for something. We love Robin Williams. Right. And, and I have some Robin Williams notes too. I need to make some amends, but I'll get to that in a minute. But there but, are there are parts of this movie that are very Tim Burton esque to me. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing is and looking at it, at it through a a weird lens like that, I think makes makes it better. So, in what ways uh, is it Tim Burton esque? Like some of the character choices, the set design, the costume design, uh, some of the 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 darker features of it. Uh, but primarily, just the their houses, their vehicles. How the factory worked reminded like very Edward Scissorhands to me, just the way. Yeah, like, I could the, see the, that the dollhouse, like in yeah. So the whole thing was styled after the artist Rene Magritte, um, like that sort of surrealist. Coach McGurk, especially <laughs> Coach McGurk, especially with the bowler hat Brendan. thing. Uh, the Robin Williams wearing the bowler hat was a shout out to the Magritte. Magritte. There's a famous painting of a guy wearing a bowler hat with a green apple right in front of his face. Mm, okay. Um, and the whole thing was styled in that way and also in the style of Windows XP desktop wallpaper. That's the first thing Henry said. He was like, are you... Because he came in like in the middle. And Every like, outside shot was a Windows XP desktop. Windows the movie? <laughs> Windows XP the movie. Um, ding, 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 ding. I've decided that I don't hate it as much as I did then. Mm -hmm. Same. And I, I was able to pick up on on a lot more of the subtleties in that movie that were that were. Here's the problem. First of all, I, I I've given this a lot of thought, mm. and I don't dislike Robin Williams as much as I thought I did. Okay, I dislike the choices he made in, for some of the movies he was in, I, and I feel like this was one of those. And the reason being is because the sets. It, you know, it was like they were trying to come up with something that was like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but mm -hmm. they couldn't quite, you know, they, they couldn't, couldn't capture the magic. Capture the magic, and it seemed too surreal. It was the music was terrible. Like so, all of the music, like the score. Really, you didn't like the score? Drove me fucking crazy. I liked the score. That's a Hans Zimmer joint. Was um, it? See, I didn't. What and I, I generally don't have a problem with Hans Zimmer. I love but, Hans Zimmer. But that the score of that movie. And the music. Now the music I hated was fuck the Christmas music at the beginning. Yeah. One of the things that pisses me off more than anything is when they write a new Christmas song. Sure, and I hate that. And the that's like a stupid 
you have to like it because it's a Christmas song. And the fucking song. happy worker, happy worker, like that. That shit is the like, shit. That, because I was like, that's fucked. That's up. where I get the. That that's where I get the Willy Wonka. Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I get the Willy Wonka vibe. Uh, that these were, these are the Oompa Loompas, and here's all the crazy, the robot head spitting out the ball on his long tongue. Oh, he's got a clock for a nose. Crazy. I mean, but does that, it's too much. Does yeah. that just lend to how fucking of a, a fucked up mastermind that Leslie's dad is? Right. That he's manipulating. Everybody at every point of this movie. It's. I think there the workers, is a it being indoctrinated. Yeah, I think to, there's something about it there that maybe goes a little deeper than they intended, but that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. And so the music was too loud. Number one, a lot of the I I actually turned the subtitles on for this movie. Same. And discovered how much I had origi- how much how easy it would be to miss some of Robin Williams' oh, yeah. best shit. Because they're all the way down this long hallway. They're not mic'd properly, and the fucking background music is cranked up, and it's not a it's not a good time. And you, mm. and I think what what happened for me was this movie actually brought me to a different part of a different part of my feelings for Robin Williams, which is in the wrong movie. In this movie, particularly, the loud costumes, the overblown sets, the loud music, all that thing. That he was competing with that to he, be yeah, the center of attention. He's so subdued. He is yeah, subdued, he is. and he, you can't hear what he's saying. And this is not what Robin Williams should be doing. Robin Williams needs to be the star of the fucking show. He needs to be the Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. He needs to be making the jokes every five minutes, and it needs to come rapid fire from him to be. I my, he's my least favorite part of this movie. It, wow. And it's, yeah, it's not. It's not because of him, because his shit is on point. It's just overshadowed by everything else. And I think like some of the stuff he says was typical classic Robin Williams riffing that you just couldn't hardly hear or it didn't go on long enough or whatever. Like George Carlin's not gonna hit the same when he if he's playing if he's telling jokes at the same time ZZ Top is playing really loud. Exactly. Velcro fly. Velcro fly. (laughs) (laughs) It's a backbeat from a song I know. Oh, it's Velcro Fly. The Robin, the best Robin Williams bit in the movie, in my opinion, was when he was had Mother Teresa as a hand puppet and was feeding oh, her. Oh, God. I, <laughs> yes, I was 100% on, I'm in agreement. I was on <laughs> my treadmill. <laughs> Fuck yes. Fuck yes. I was on my treadmill when that came on. <laughs> I, I fell off it. Like I, I, like I stumbled. I was laughing it's so fucking so hard. Like, <laughs> it, the scene opens with it. That's what's <laughs> the best part. It's just like, apropos <laughs> of nothing. It's like, give me some soup. <laughs> that was a, yeah. In the, yeah, the spoon the in his hand. Yeah, it was, it was like Robin was like, "I'm gonna save the movie." <laughs> God, that it is the funniest fucking but the, thing the in the whole unsung movie. Unsung right. hero of this movie, Hello, who I thought Jay. was absolutely hilarious. Oh my God, Cool J. Yes, Fuck yes. Ladies love Cool J. Ladies love Cool James. I he had love so many him in this movie, and that. When seeing yeah. bits of people, his hat little, was not like a shark's fin <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. It was not like a sea swine. <laughs> it was not like a sea swine. My hat is like a sea swine. It works. No, he was so good in this. It, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he was. But I also 
when I was a kid, did not get to the part. Like, I didn't get to the LL Cool J part. Right. Because I was mm-hmm. out before then. Yeah. But, like, I can imagine, like, not liking him in this movie back in the day. Sure. But, like, watching it now as an adult, and it's kind of one of those things where it's like, he's so funny in this movie, oh, and he's he hilarious because he is playing it all straight. Well, and he has the most development of anyone in the whole movie. The yeah. best character arc in the he whole does. movie yeah. is his. Yeah. It's yeah. as he much a movie about him as it is about, it's more about his character to me than anyone else's. Because I, so the whole crux of the movie. Mm-hmm. So, yes. plot. so Zevo Toys, huge million dollar toy company. The owner, the president is dying. He says his son is not ready to take it over. He gives it to his super militant Direct opposite of him, three star general, three star general brother, um, with a British accent. Oh, he gives it to Dumbledore. <laughs> How dare you? Yes, <laughs> Dumbledore too. Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah. Electric Dumbledore. He gives it to hotly contested acting choices, Dumbledore, who then rolls Damn in this British accent. Takes How could over. you sent me to be raised in England? <laughs> I love I've tried to change. Like, yeah, that, that we need that explanation. <laughs> right. Well, actually, we kind of. I funny. mean, it's one of I those. Don't, I don't. I don't hear accent. Anymore. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those to me where it was like, okay, they definitely. I feel like they wanted him to have a British accent because it. It, it was almost like it felt like a decision where they're like, well, I mean, we don't want to like totally defile the u.s military you know right. like so we gotta like british them up a well little and the, it's what always take good you to, to be in a... this michael gambin i'm not doing a fucking accent okay <laughs> okay fine <laughs> so uh, so yeah anyway. he, he rolls in takes over everything goes to shit he wants Williams has to fix it he wants to start developing war toys that create war and Video games that were he wants to kids pilot <laughs> drones that kill real people. The last straight, Starfighter. Straight, yeah, well, see, that's <laughs> yeah. why I thought Ender's Game straight rips. Yeah, off Yeah, absolutely, game. it yeah. does. It, it's it's Ender's Game. It's Last Starfighter. It's that it's that vision of uh, recruitment of pilots type of thing when they don't know they're being recruited. Um, that was also the the the. Um, plot of the other book by the guy that wrote Armada. It was called Armada. Uh, it was the guy that wrote Ernest Klein, Ready, yeah. Ready Player One. Same kind of deal. Also, they envisioned um, remote piloted drones for the military and um, VR goggles. $5,000 a piece, the not Apple. $5 million. The, the, what, what, the woozy helmet? Is the that woozy, what it's called? The woozy, woozy yeah. something. <laughs> woozy helmet. I think you're right. But the Apple Vision Slow Pro. Slow down, baby. You're in my helmet, woozy. So, we're, <laughs> so Hollywood is 20 years ahead. So anything yeah. you're seeing now in Hollywood is probably going to be real in 20 years. Still waiting for that hoverboard. That true. should Mattel get your shit together. Yeah. It, they probably already have it, but they're just using it for the U.S. military, and we don't know about it yet. Fuck. Think about it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, continue. Of. Uh, so the, the he's developing he he takes over the factory and he's mm-hmm. now manufacturing weapons of war. Yep. And, and slowly hedging out, taking over more and more of the factory, which here's the thing. So Leslie, Robin Williams character's dad, he's not ready, he can't do this. What is he not fucking doing? He's going to all the meetings. Oh god. He's developing, I know. he's taking it seriously like the pitch to this that 
the reason that's why I think the, there must be something else behind it because like Leslie was fine. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He was he did working hard. Wrong. Yeah, he was, he was testing stuff. He and, was passionate. Yeah, he was making new things. He was doing quality. Like he was doing all the things he was supposed to do. Why not give it to him? That seems like kind of a. Like I feel like yeah. it was almost to try to murder his brother instead of <laughs> trick Leslie. <laughs> Maybe. Because then okay, so the big spoiler is Leslie has a sister. Um Alstasia, Astasia. Yeah. Uh, Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack. Who she, I'm also in love with, just in case you're listening, Joan. Oh, and Rob Robin Wright. Like I didn't recognize Dude, her. Dude, she was, she was so fucking adorable. She, yeah. Listen, she was Beautiful, adorable, and fucking funny. Mm-hmm. She plays off in this movie. Robin Wright plays off of Robin Williams, as well as Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler play off of one another in their movies. I thought their chemistry in this movie it was a little more subdued, but it was really good. Well, there's I I'd love to see outtakes from this movie because there are moments. Where I know, and I know that Robin Williams likes to improv. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get laid, you're right? Which man, I did <laughs> not like. Melissa that. went, oh, yeah. yeah, I did not like yeah. that. It was one of those where it's like, I'm glad Henry's not in the room. It's out of place. That was some creepy shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so Robin Wright is 27 in this movie. Okay. Robin Williams is 42. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I so like I would love to see some outtakes because there are moments in the movie where um, it was like I'm watching an episode of SNL where it's like is Robin Wright gonna break because it looks like she's like you know <laughs> yeah, like yeah, her laugh any is, moment. like her it's all it's it very felt genuine. very genuine Joan Cusack yeah. had a few of those as well yeah. and she's and Jamie Fox Jamie Fox yeah. piloting the little the robot in the trench coat with the hat theatrical <laughs> debut. <laughs> Of yes. Jamie Fox, <laughs> watching them, dude. That fucking part was another one. Like Henry had just left the room. Oh no, my bad, my bad. He left the room in the middle of the scene. Thank God, because we were all very uncomfortable. Because like that came on, and I was like, the scene is uh, Robin. The Robins are about to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Man, why did it not even occur to me? <laughs> They're both named Robin. Both named Robin. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I'm not gonna lie, it's gross. It is. Yeah. That, I, I was gross. Uh, that scene was out. actually cut out of the UK version really? of the movie uh, to keep it from being a PG. What she leaves it with the it's bed. PG-13 it's PG really thirteen here. It is not. It is not. There's nothing about it is sexy, and um, the way that like it's unnecessary. It, it is unnecessary, and it feels so fucking awkward because yeah. this all happens like right after like Robin Williams is almost murdered by his uncle. Yep. And it's a situation where he's it feels like a pity fuck. Yeah. It, it really does. And like and it oh, feels your uncle killed you. You want some pussy? Because he is yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, I really don't want to be alone tonight. And it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, I don't know, man. Look, in this it just t- felt weird. In this type of movie, <laughs> I would have expected yeah. the implication 
and then have them sitting in front of the fire drinking cocoa and yeah. making jokes. Just have the robot innocent fun. And Jamie Foxx reacting to what he sees through the robot's eyes. Well, yeah, yeah. No, nothing else. And that and that makes it weirder. Is Jamie Foxx's character the guys in the surveillance van that are spying on the Robins having sex with a toy spy robot? They're getting Loud off on it. They're, I mean, they're like, yeah, yeah. Nikki was like, how the fuck? Like, how do they not know it's all these big. toys are spying? It's like a, foot, it's it's like a foot tall. Uh, if you if you live and work in this factory, maybe you're just maybe. used you, to you shit like that. You just oh, that's the robot that watches people have sex. This is normal. Wait, that's not my sex watching robot. <laughs> well, then all, all the all the spy elephants, like everything is cameras. I know. Everywhere. It's fucking weird. It's like it's like Sliver, but like <laughs> oh, and Parker God. Brothers. <laughs> um, that makes me think if they're used to it, it was there before. The military guy was the villain, so Robin's Leslie's dad is the one who put all that there in the first place. Makes sense. Mm. But man, he's them, the real villain. You got a <laughs> you got a real problem with the dad. I do. The I, dad, I think it's I can all tell. yeah. <laughs> but the, the the guys in the van spying on them <laughs> makes that fucking uncomfortable sex scene. It takes it from like an eight. To like a fucking 12. Yeah. Like Henry noped out. Like it was funny because we're obviously all uncomfortable that this is happening. <laughs> and Henry, like, he's sitting on the couch next to me and he's got a blanket in his lap. He turns to the back of the couch and puts the blanket over his head <laughs> oh. and lays down. And I'm like, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> Let's I wish all I'd, do that. I wish I'd have thought of that first. <laughs> this is not how I want to have a sex conversation. <laughs> it's remarkably okay, so. inappropriate. When well, a 42-year-old yeah. man goes through a traumatic experience. <laughs> if there happens to be a 27-year-old woman nearby. Um, so, yeah. Well, when the robot gets caught in her bra and is flung... Out the window. That part's funny. And no, and no one, and they don't, they, they don't mention it. They nope. Feel like there's some broke through the window. Yeah, yeah. So that happened. Then they, then they sucks. get together. <laughs> so bad. LL Cool J decides he's not having it. He doesn't mm-hmm. like what his dad's Master doing. Master camouflage. Uh, he decides to <laughs> like, team up with Leslie and the team to take back the factory. He's like LL Cool J is like Martin Mole and. Uh, Arrested Development. Gene Parmesan. Gene Parmesan. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And he's great. Like LL Cool J is great with it too yeah. because it's like he'll they'll be in a red room and he's just like wearing like a like a red onesie. You know? <laughs> it turns around. around. It's great. And he plays it straight. He does. And there's a scene. I love the scene in the bathroom where like you get a shot of like the bathroom oh, stall. Yes, yes, yes. And you see two like pairs of feet. <laughs> And then, like, he gets a call, and you hear him talking, and then when the conversation's over, the empty cell opens, and you see him put his feet down on the floor, and he goes to the stall, it's got the legs, the fake legs, and wraps them up. That's great. I love it. It's so good. But he makes his dad stop, and he jumps out of the car. You don't even know where you are. I know. He just disappears in the woods, or the weeds. It's uh, He's so fucking good in this movie. This movie had a lot more going for it for me this time around and I didn't hate it as much but I still didn't care for it. I still didn't like it. Yeah. You I'm know, with you. It, it there were some moments that I think if this if this exact same cast had done a different movie, I think it would have been yeah. yeah. a better a better movie. 
I just think it again it was overshadowed by the extreme visuals and the things that just took it took me out of it and uh that opening scene I started this last night uh, I switched over to it and that opening scene with the Christmas play and the stupid music and the thing and it went on for like 10 fucking really minutes I was about yeah. to say nope I'm going to actually go to the show tomorrow without having watched this if this doesn't stop soon yeah. um, just a lot of bad choices I think for the produ- overall production of the movie I think it this movie came out on December 22nd so I don't know if that had anything to do with it mm. Or if it's just, you know, Christmas being a toy-giving, like a toy-centric kind of holiday. I think if they had gone dark, darker with this and maybe cast John Cusack as Leslie, uh, it might have worked a little bit better, you know? If it had been less pretend, frivolous, kind of Willy Wonka-esque sort of thing, I could have seen a darker version of this movie with John Cusack as the lead, a Leslie who's torn as opposed yeah, to Yeah, someone goofy. who's just not I don't know. But the Mother Teresa's <laughs> this, this, the mother, but without yeah, the mother we, we would not have that if it weren't for the, and the current the thing. So. Tone of the movie I feel like is kinda all over the place. It really because is. Because it's like there are parts in it where it's like I don't know if this is supposed to be like are they trying to is this are they trying to do a funny part or is this like a right. serious part? It's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, it's hard to tell in a way where I feel like it's an accident and not done on purpose. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it felt to me like I told Nikki, I was like, this is like a proto Wes Anderson movie. It really is. Because it's like, yeah. absolutely. It's Maybe like, instead of Tim Burton, that's what, that's the nail I need to hit is Wes Anderson. I think that's yeah. probably right. Yeah. Cause it has like these weird, like things and bits in it. And like the, all the surrealism, like, I like the sets a lot. I know, like it's that's probably like a polarizing thing. So Bill Murray should have been the villain. I hear you. Fuck. I could have seen Murray that. In this movie. I could have seen and Scarlett that. Johansson in this movie. <laughs> I mean, they still Toys have the, too. They still have the weird age dynamic. So that's that, that got that, that going. Right. Got that going for him. But I, I want to say Scarlett Johansson might have been like fifteen in nineteen ninety-two. I don't think she's maybe younger. Maybe younger, but yeah. we're talking about toys too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it was. That's it's. I liked it better than I thought I was going to. I did fall asleep twice trying to watch it. Easy to do. So um, that's a pass for me, dog. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got a little trivia. Then we can move on to the game talk if you want. Uh, so the scene in the movie where. Robin Williams' character, Leslie Zevo, is addressing the wind-up toys. And he gives the speech yeah. um, to the wind-up toys. It's, the good toys. That's, ad, that's ad-libbed, the whole thing. Uh, and apparently Zemeckis, not Zemeckis, um, the director is Barry Levinson, who directed Good Morning Vietnam, mm-hmm. also with Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. And um, there was one other that he did. It wasn't a Robin Williams joint, but it was... Um, Oh, Rain Man. Uh-huh. He directed Rain Man as well. Weird, right? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Apparently left the cameras rolling all the time. Again, I feel like that's one of the other things that happened with Robin Williams is that he always had to be on fucking point. And they left the cameras running so they could catch these ad-lib moments and exploit every moment that he was in someone else's presence because he might say something funny. So, and I thought that that speech was fine, but it wasn't nearly as funny as some of the other shit that he said throughout the movie. No. 
Um, one I, of the th- go ahead. Well, I you might you might be about to mention this. I'm not sure. Do you do you know about the competing films? Like what film was competing against toys? It was Aladdin, wasn't it? It was Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin, Aladdin came out oh. three weeks prior. Yeah, and and there was a, there's a I do have notes about it. Yeah, good. Because um, there's that there's a whole there's a whole thing. So I'll just read what it, what Man. came from the Wikipedia article that I pulled some of this from. No, this actually came from IMDb. Uh, released about a month after the release of Aladdin, in which Robin Williams voiced the genie, uh, and because of this, Williams asked Disney to keep his name out of the marketing for Aladdin. Right. And for the genie to not take up more than 25% of the movie's ad space, Disney ended up going back on the deal on both counts and resulted in a falling out between Williams and Disney. And the reason, one of the big reasons, there were, there were a few reasons. What I, what I was going to ask you was, mm-hmm. what does that have to do with this? Toys was a pet project for Robin Williams because okay. he was friends with Barry Levinson. Okay, okay. So, uh, so he wanted more. He wanted the Robin Williams sort of moniker give to the, a, give the Williams bump. To give toys, that to Toys, not to Aladdin. Yeah, he Aladdin's going to. He didn't want to. Yeah, he didn't want Aladdin to swallow Toys, which it absolutely did. In every but it swallowed it. Have anyway because it spit it out. Yeah, ate swallowed it again. it again. Shit it out. Turned it into compost. <laughs> Yeah. Grew some fruit. Uh-huh. Ate the fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was it wasn't just that. Robin Williams also didn't want, you know, he didn't want to be used as a marketing tool. So it was kind of those two mm-hmm. things together that really kind of set him sour on Disney. I don't know if you caught this. This was not in my trivia. So it kind of is. Okay. So the other thing I was going to say, uh, Robin Williams said that dyeing his hair orange and the costume he wore made him feel like the sixth doctor uh, from Doctor Who <laughs> in 1963, <laughs> that's uh, which means that's once again something I do have in common with Robin Williams is a love for Doctor Who, um, that and Zelda, because, you know. Right. Uh, so I, I noticed something funny. Uh, in the beginning of the movie, when General Zevo goes to see his dad in the hospital, Daddy, Daddy, oh man, his daddy is Jack <laughs> Warden. <laughs> yeah, his daddy is Jack Warden, uh, and he they make the joke about how Jack Warden mumbles. He's like Arr. he's like old, and he can't hurry. He mumbles and he can't hear what he's saying, and he's holds up three fingers to imply that ha 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 you're a three-star general and i'm a four-star general he's like yes daddy you always remind me that you're you know some of the dialogue there in that movie for by him particularly Uh, the dialogue is bad it's bad it's bad so bad poorly written but in this he was sitting he was lamenting that the world isn't at war anymore and that people like him are no longer needed and yada 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 and he goes on about how in the in the Korean War, one of his he was in charge of a group of soldiers, and one of his soldiers almost fragged him. Now that's a term it wasn't hasn't used in a long. I haven't heard in a long time since Quake. Since Quake, <laughs> he says one of my soldiers almost fragged me, and so it cuts to Jack Warden, and Jack Warden 
starts going, and he goes, big cock. And I'm like, what? I know. I know. And I would not have caught that. But I had the subtitles on, yeah, uh-huh. and it said on the screen, yeah. Big Cock. Like, what, 15 minutes into the movie? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's... It didn't you know, this me, movie, but it surprised me. This movie got a PG-13 rating, and it was a PG-13 movie, but this didn't need to be a PG-13 movie, and I think with the with what they did with it, it should have been a little tamer. I agree. I think that the children watching this movie might have been a bit traumatized yeah. by several things, including this and the thing you talked about with the sex scene that didn't need to be it there. It doesn't need and, to be in there. You it's, know, it's time. It, and the movie's two hours long, so right. if you cut that shit out, you're going to have a reasonably long movie. Right. But man, without the shit in it. It's fucking weird because it's like, I feel like they either needed to go. They need to pick a lane and go yes. hard in that lane because a lot of the movie is whimsical. Yep. And it's like, I understand if you want to make a movie that's whimsical, but also like tawdry. Yeah. Or, you know, mm. but like if you're going to do that, just do go it. do it. Don't full. give two little, you <laughs> yeah. know, don't do two little things. Just do it. Yeah. So get that it done. The audience is like, okay. Now we know what we to know expect. What, we know what you're shooting for. Yeah. But Don't this just dry just... hump. Fuck. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Rated yeah. X. Toys starring Robin Williams <laughs> and Robin Wright. Well, that's why I feel like... So the, the, the general who everyone goes, isn't he dead? So then he goes up and I guess his brother had constructed a AI type robot just like... Um, Leslie's sister is, mm-hmm. but of their father to oh, okay. manipulate. I thought you were going to say the, the nurse, brother. aka uh-huh. the uh, mean lady in Beethoven's second. Debbie yeah, Mazar. Debbie <laughs> Mazar, who fucks both, both the dad and LL and Cool J. And somehow confuses LL Cool J for <laughs> <laughs> the three star general, which is uh, absolutely I- insane because there's a part in that movie where he's. Oh, Wearing a tight white T-shirt and it's like, no, I don't know, man. No, probably not. <laughs> I uh, Debbie Mazar was on my list as well. I do love Debbie Mazar. Uh, she's okay. Yeah, she's uh, uh, she's talented. Uh, I think I think she's I think she's cute. Yeah, but she's talented. I'm, I mean, more she always plays a good bitch. But she's I, an excellent bitch. She is, but it's also kind of one of those where it's like, okay, she's on the screen. I know it. I know what role she's going to play. Yeah, that's you true. Know she's, what I mean? she's very typecast. It's hundred percent. Yeah. It's like a Michael Sarah kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I, know to, I know what to expect. <laughs> okay. But all in all, you know, you know, again, my experience was different just because I was with Melissa. Sure. Who I tried yes. very hard to get her to come out and she wouldn't I guess it's too bashful. Okay. It's all right. So 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 get get real. Yeah. Did I did I, Tyler Holland I've been of, real. of sound, mind, and body, <laughs> did I like this movie? More than I like Top Gun. No, of course not. Right. Is, Thank God. <laughs> Holy shit. I was really worried. Is, oh. it, is it super, super close? Again, no. <laughs> is it medium close? It's medium close. I appreciated some things about this movie and some of these jokes. And whenever Top Gun, I didn't like Top Gun to the last 20 minutes. So. I get that. And I again, I'm with you on that. I, I, 
am not going to go ugh every time I hear about it mm-hmm. now. I I do have a fresher appreciation for it, I, although I do think on the grand scale it it, it failed. And I'm not alone in mm-hmm. thinking that. Mm-hmm. It was a $50 million movie that grossed $23 million worldwide. But had Aladdin not come out, damn it. It's just it's <laughs> Aladdin's fault. Because this was just as good as Aladdin. <laughs> if not better. But it was okay. It was fine. I just, yeah. I don't know that I'll watch it again, but I do I have a fine different appreciation it. It's fine. It. Yeah. It's fine. If you watch it as an adult, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. I would, I would never recommend this movie to another human. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't would, recommend I, it I would either. If someone asked me, what's like a fine movie I could watch tonight? Well, you can watch Toys, I guess. I'll tell <laughs> what's you. A, what's a sub-mediocre, nope. uh, like a mediocre-ish experience? Nope. Toys? Nope. I sure would. No, he was talking about himself. Uh, Robin Williams. Oh, my bad. I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> no. Two I, stars. Wizard says, says, check it out. Or don't. Mm. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you should form your own opinion. Or don't. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> We've covered you. it in th- as thoroughly as it can be covered as, by as, humans. As much as anybody else has. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I don't know, man. I don't know what clips exist of toys online, but that's mm. probably like the best way to watch this movie is like just watch the best parts because the like yeah. the little bits, because the plot sucks. Yeah. The plot fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like you were talking about, LL Cool J's character has the best arc. And that is sparked by. Um, What's her name? I'm sorry. The actress's name. The the place she plays a great bitch. Debbie Mazar. Debbie Mazar. Debbie Mazar. Yeah. That's sparked yeah. by Debbie Mazar mistakenly calling him by her, his, his father's, father's name. name while they're about to have sex. And it's like, here's a thing that bothers me. Did L- you say my dad? He was sad. Right. <laughs> yeah. And she like, just brushes it off and <laughs> sits down, files her nails. Yeah. LL Cool J's character is not like, I need to talk to my dad about this. He is like, all right, I'm killing my father. <laughs> yeah, like you do. Okay, yeah. sure. My mom died of appendicitis. No, he didn't. He killed her. Yeah. She what? was a Jane Fonda lookalike. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good. That was that, that was, was pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Not for me. Nikki, I was in a similar situation where Nikki had seen it before. Her grandmother had it on VHS and she had watched it. I wouldn't say she doesn't have a, a great appreciation for it like Melissa does, but she was coming from. It's just a, Melissa watched it as a kid. Yeah. yeah. So. That she loved, like Melissa, her favorite part of the movie is the paper doll scene at the very beginning whenever um, Joan Cusack is trying on the paper doll. Oh, outfits, yeah. And all the, all the outfits she wears, like she loves her throughout that whole I movie. thought, besides LL Cool J, Joan Cusack's character was probably my favorite. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I thought she was great in it. And she played that. She played that role really well. Mm-hmm. The pink hair thing. I want that. Yeah. The pink <laughs> hair like the, helmet. The sort of the teaser was the the general when he like shuts down and lays back down. Whenever Leslie puts her to bed, he puts her to bed the exact same way he puts the swan domes uh-huh. and she deactivates. So the game. The game. game. So on the other hand, where I thought the movie was fine... And do not feel the same way about the game. <laughs> I was Me very confused. Me too. So I watched a playthrough and then just like, oh. Because all I ever got were ducks. That's all I ever got in this goddamn game. Ducks. <laughs> I got the bowling balls. I got most of the weapons once I figured out how you get them. So this is an isometric uh, overhead 
game. Walker? (laughs) Yeah, you walk through the factory. You're being attacked by the different warlike toys. um, And you have to defeat them and then find all the cameras in the factory and deactivate the cameras by shooting water at them. You do the exact same thing four times. Yeah, pretty much. And then there's a final level where they're, you're hanging from an airplane, flying over a uh-huh. model Manhattan, like at the end of the movie, except it goes on a lot longer. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. But like, so the game opens and the smoking elephant gives the exposition, exposition for the whole movie. And then the, the gameplay, I guess, is the last 20 minutes of the movie. Which is kind of strange. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I can't imagine them doing anything else. Like, what other part of the movie? Yeah. Right. You know, like, unless yeah. you're the spy bot, like trying to like catch a titty <laughs> or something, dressing up dolls. <laughs> I, I don't know. But yeah, the movie, and that's the thing. Like, the movie doesn't really even kick off until like yeah, the last twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. So um, this game, like Ian said, is a like a top down isometric shooter. It's a lot like Zombies Ate My Neighbors mm. um, in regards where not only the gameplay, but also the you're, you're playing a character that collects a bunch of weird weapons and then uses those mm-hmm. weapons on wacky enemies. Um, it's not as good of a game as zombie, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, no. I, I don't think, in my opinion. But uh, I, I think in most people's opinion. <laughs> but I think it's fair to say that a comparison can be drawn between those two games. Sure. I feel like on the system, on the Super Nintendo, Zombies Ate My Neighbors is probably the closest approximation. Sure. As, as I could see that, yeah. In, this, in the uh, moments in Demolition Man, in the overhead uh, right. segments in Demolition Man. Right, when you're going, Man. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not, while, while in Demolition Man, it's not whimsical and wacky, this very much is. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the charm of toys, the video game, is discovering what weapons you have at your disposal. Tyler, you mentioned the duck. There's a wind-up duck. Um, there, a, a bowling which ball. Is, which is pretty ineffective. I think an the bowling ball is gun. like the weapon you want to get. Yeah, that the or the race to, car. To do anything. The race car the is race good. The race car good because it mm-hmm. sort of goes at in a random pattern which is nice because the enemies kind of approach you in random patterns that are hard to like target. Yeah. So you want to introduce I found it was easiest just as if if possible introduce as much chaos into that as you can. So you, you the law of averages says you're going to hit them eventually. Uh but it was hard to time. It was hard to plan. And it's hard to it's also a lot of the enemies are quick. And this is a four-three aspect ratio, so I often had the problem where, um, like, a wind-up bomb, or it the, would be off screen, it would be or off something. screen, yeah. And then it's moving towards me, I'm moving towards it, and it's like, oh, I'm hit. Yeah, you don't have any warning that they're there ahead yeah. of time. Yeah, I think a little radar would have been nice, or if it was zoomed kind. out a little, or bit or zoomed more. out, maybe make the pixels yeah, smaller. It is like you are way too tight on. I guess they didn't get the image rights to. Robin Williams and LL Cool J. They right. just got no. I don't think they got the rights. Yeah, because you are in the cutscenes. They're just either they're not present or they're just sort of muddy clay. It face shows looking like blank shadows, shadows, shadows in front of a door yeah. or something. It's really yeah. bad. And even Robin, even Leslie, who doesn't even look like Leslie, he's not wearing his toy. 
What you would think if he, what I would, if I designed it, what I would have put him in. Big red, red hat. hat, everything. You know, yeah. he looks like Tim Curry in Clue. Yeah, he does. And he's kind of hunched over and his knees are bent a little bit. And he's just hobbling around. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah, it was weird. The hat being not present. Yeah. Is it's, the strangest it's on the cover part of the game. <laughs> yeah, it's strange to me that they didn't put a bowler hat on the character you play in the game because mm-hmm. that's like kind of iconic. That's the yep. first thing you think of when you hear the movie Toys. You think Robin Williams in a bowler hat. Against a blue sky. Against a blue sky. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah Windows the box XP. Art. Yeah, mm-hmm. the box art exactly, and yeah, it was it was a weird choice to do that. Yep. It makes me wonder if they just somebody forgot to make the call. Yeah, I don't think they got the rights to that. <clears throat> yeah. is what I think happened, mm-hmm. so and I, which is really weird to me because you got to make a game from the movie. Why would you? We're promoting it, right? We're we we you'd think you'd want to have as many elements as possible, but yeah, there, there we have it. Um. The game came out in 1993. It was published by Absolute Entertainment. Um, and they have done some games that you might have heard of. Yeah. Um, such as Casper. They did Casper. Ooh. They did um, The Ren and Stimpy Show, Buckaroos. Horrible. Awful game. Terrible. Oh. Terrible game. <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay. Um, in my opinion, yes. Uh, they did Home Improvement, Power Tool Pursuit. They did Star Trek Generations Beyond the Nexus. Holy Ooh. fuck. They're, L- played they're that LJN one? for the SNES. They're, I mean, yeah, they're more LJN for the SNES yeah, than, than LJN, LJN is. is. Yeah. Um, they did Super Battle Tank 2, uh, Geo Party, uh, Geo Party Sports Edition, uh, Wheel of Fortune, Star Trek The Next Generation, The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, Family Dog. Goofy's Hysterical History Tour. That's a Genesis one. I'm about to say, I haven't heard of that one. I had neither. Okay. Uh, Is that Mario's Time Machine, but with Goofy? Fuck, I hope so. <laughs> uh, they did Jeopardy Deluxe Edition. Okay. And the, the I'm sure, great Space Ace conversion Uh-oh. on SNES. I mean, so. what's the, what the other one worked out so well? Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Yeah. So, so good. Um, the, this is the studio that was founded by uh, David Crane of A Boy and His Blob oh, okay. Fame, yeah, yeah. Um, which explains why the credits are at the beginning of the game, because <laughs> you know how uh-huh. the, how how David Crane do the Atari folks who got <laughs> fucked by Atari, or they're like want everybody to know who made the game. That's their trauma response, <laughs> exactly. And I get it, but it is. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is not the trauma. The response is funny. <laughs> <I'm all thrilled. laughs> uh, and then uh, Gary Kitchen, of course. Uh, Super Battle Gary Tank. Kitchen, and yeah. Gary Kitchen. Uh, so, which I think, I don't know. I don't know. I think you're right, Dave. It's like, how would you do a toys game? But yeah, because I, I, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Like, I would have had to have the instruction manual to know what the fuck that I could cycle through and pick different weapons because I'm getting presents, but it feels like I'm just getting more ducks, and the ducks are just a distraction. So when I approach the cameras, okay, this looks like an area I need to do something at. I get waxed immediately because I can't defend myself against the tanks Mm -hmm. and everything that's just shooting at you. I end up running around to every corner. So I got all these power-ups and health restores, no clue what the fuck to do. So, in the game's defense, um, 
I feel like they tell you what to do in the cutscene leading into the into uh. the level because LL Cool J's character says, "I'm going to leave you presents. The ones you find on the conveyor belts will give you different items, and the ones I leave on the floor will replenish those items." Because that's the only way that I knew. Okay. Um, and I, uh, I mean. It, it didn't make the gameplay any better. I mean, it was just still one of those where it's like it became a game for me of like figure out which weapons are worthless because right. it's like eighty percent, eighty percent of them are. The yeah, bowling ball's good, real. like you said. Race car's good. Um, and then what happens is, and, it, and I feel like this needs to happen. Um, it took me about an hour to finish the first stage, and then the second stage is the same gameplay, but instead of being in like the factory, it's in the cafeteria, and the weapons change. They're, yeah, the weapons it's change, weapons. and the enemies change. Right. Which is a good thing. It's a good I thing. Mean, it needs to happen. At least, that's the only like variation on the theme that there is. It's, like Tyler said, it's the same, same gameplay core, core mechanics. all throughout the entire game, which is fine, but if it were good gameplay... But it's not, and it tends to. It's really repetitive, but at least they repetitive. mix it up and give yeah. you different I, sprites to look. I'm at. looking through the long play that I, that I watched because I had no idea what the fuck I was doing, and it was just like, oh my god, yeah, oh this my is god, all, this is all. You get it four is. like four levels of the same kind of thing over and over and over and over, and then you get to the to the end game. Yeah, yeah, which I didn't get to. <laughs> I didn't know it was a side. Well, it's it it's it's sort of a. It's not. I don't want to call it like a side-scrolling platformer because it's not. You're hanging from the plane, flying it's just, over. It's a side-scrolling. Yeah, like you're flying over Model Manhattan and yep. you're hanging from the plane, and it is a side-scrolling view. But all you have to do it's is like just plane, like dodge the incoming in. helicopters and planes, and then the plane loses its energy as you go farther. And then you have to like fly down and fly through this like electric coil to power the plane back up. This is very different than the. It yeah. is completely <laughs> different than play. the core yeah. gameplay, and it just and goes weird. on and on and on. You have no weapon, yeah, and like you have to just. It, what's fucked up is like we. I watched this in the long play as well, and what happens is you want to be concerned with where the plane is, mm -hmm. but not necessarily where. You are yeah, so you're yeah. hanging from the plane, but you won't get hurt. You have if no the, hitbox. If the plane, yeah, the you have no hitbox. So if you maneuver the plane between two helicopters, but your body crosses in front of that helicopter, it doesn't hurt right. you. I hate it when games do that, where you have to like figure out yeah. where the, the so, and it looked impossible. Very very narrow, <laughs> and it, it is like the scene in the movie is like a minute, and it's the a long minute. Is way it, that's a scene from the movie. So when he's in the airplane and he crashes into the war room at the end, I you must don't have fallen asleep. You must that. have. <laughs> yeah. So ultimately, he get. You remember the plane that Santa Claus was in yep. at the beginning? I do. Okay, Robin Williams gets to that, and then it flies into the war room. Oh, okay. I was definitely cr crashes yeah. into the war room, <laughs> and that's how that. they defeat. Well, and then Zevo gets cornered. I was by awake. The, I was like for the for the you that missed the, that one scene, but that's that's what the okay. whole end game is based on. Okay, and after you finally get through it, it crashes into the war room, and it's that's it. Congratulations, he's game standing over. over his dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how many points you get. Play yeah. again. So, 
That's bees. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thing that I like about the game. I think that they did a good job with the dialogue um, because there are parts in the game where it's like, I thought it was funny, where it's like, um, if you try again, the dialogue changes. Oh, okay. Where it's huh. like, LL Cool J's character is like, okay, well, that didn't work. We should try that again. And it's like... That's cool. And then if you try it again, it changes again. And it's like, I didn't get to a point where the dialogue repeated. Uh, and I died a uh, bunch. That's, that's nice. So uh, that, I thought that was cool. Once again, was nice. LL Cool J's character being <laughs> the best part of this <laughs> franchise. Um, and then also there's parts where like the general is like typing commands on a computer. Yeah. Yep. And they sneak little things in where he's like, when you're in the cafeteria, he types out mess hall and then backspaces and types cafeteria. So it's stuff like that where it's like these little attentions to detail that in the dialogue, mm -hmm. in the writing particularly, that I thought was nice. Yeah. Um, it is a shame that I I don't feel like I don't feel like the gameplay really kind of is as good as that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that doesn't. This doesn't fix what's wrong with the game it doesn't and yeah, it it's doesn't. not a recommend from me but it's a few yeah it's, it's just a noticeable thing in its favor but yeah it's still ooh, ooh. and then the the other part where there's a different game mode uh, you guys touched on um you have to destroy the security cameras mm -hmm. and that's when you get to a security camera the gameplay changes from a top-down isometric view mm -hmm. to a it's now a first person <clears throat> carnival shooter right uh where you play the game at the carnival where you shoot water into the clown's mouth um, except it's an except elephant it's an elephant with a camera in its mouth right and you've got to if you spray the elephant in the eyes it stops it moves around the elephant moves around it's hard to hit if you hit it in the eyes it stops moving and then you can spray the camera longer right and you just got to keep doing that until you either run out of water and fail or Succeed, and you have to do that a bunch of times, and you have to at, do it a bunch at each camera, at each and camera, there's and there's cameras. eight per yeah. level, yeah. Yeah. and it's just, and all the cameras are guarded by the same three tanks, yep. At least in the first level, in the second it's level, all, yeah, pretty much the, the same. Yeah. So it kind of got to the point where it's like the repetitive nature of this game is is it's it's a killer. It's the downfall. It's a, it's a I mean, aside from the janky gameplay and everything else i think if it i don't know what would have improved it but th that is definitely what's wrong is the repetitive kind of hard to play nature of this whole thing and it doesn't get better it doesn't get more interesting it's just it's blah from beginning to end it's just not very exciting it's not even bad enough to say it. i hated sure it and it's it sucks for. it's just it's the most Middle ground, gray, milk toast, vanilla thing ever. You know, it just didn't have a, any appeal to me. But not because it's bad or because it's good. It's because it just isn't anything. It's just kind of eh. Yeah. That's a, I feel like it's a very Forgettable. mediocre game. Forgettable is the best word I can come up with. And I th Tyler, you had a good point where who is this game for? I don't, know, I don't see kids enjoying it. I don't see adults enjoying it. I don't know. Who like toys enough to buy, to the, buy game the Super on, Nintendo game? You know, just the name I mean, alone. Melissa and yeah. her brother might have wanted to have it That's just for that. true. Because of that. It was for Melissa and Josh. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's very, dedicated. very rare. 
two copies were made. <laughs> one for Melissa. Spoilers <laughs> for Flopsy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a buy, rent, or birthday? Uh, none of or the above. Pass. I would have passed on it. I would have passed on it. I would have never, I because I didn't like the movie. Right. Yeah. So I would have passed on it. But at at yeah. best, it's a rental. Yeah. What a weird fucking game or movie to license. What a weird one. Yeah. To quote unquote license. Right. I mean, a to pseudo license. A yeah. year after the bomb. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. And you knew by that point that this movie had flopped. Mm-hmm. So let's not, let's just they have cancel canceled it. games for less. Yes, they have. Or like, Better yeah, games for, for real. Change, I mean, I guess you already paid for the rights, but like, change the name of the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to not be associated with the with the bomb. I don't know. Toy Story <laughs> would have been a better name for this. That's game. a Super Nintendo game. I know. I this, could have been, this could have been easily Fester's Quest Two. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Reskin everything and make it Fester's Quest Two. I might have liked it. Why not? Fester's Quest is a very interesting game. Oh, I played it with an interesting history. And, I yeah, played it yeah. a lot, a lot. It was one of the games I owned. I rented it a bunch. Yep. So where do you put it? Top 100? Bottom 100? Somewhere in the middle? Square in the middle. I, I honestly don't want to give it the... I don't want to put it in there with memorably bad games. I just want it to... I do kind of want it to just sort of not come just up. Be blah. Just be forgotten and be blah. Yep. Dave? I didn't. I didn't hate it. I wasn't like... When my hour was up, I was relieved. Where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah. The, the second level is a lot like the first level. Yeah. The first level is very repetitive. Yeah. I'm good to not continue doing this. Yes. But as a child, that wouldn't have bothered me as much because time was infinite mm-hmm. and I needed to kill a bunch of it. Yeah. So um, my thoughts then would have been a little different. But yeah, middle, middle of the road, maybe at the the bottom side of the middle more yeah, so than I'd the top side. I'd say like side, bottom 250 for me. Yeah. I don't think it's terrible. It's, it's also, not the worst. We played worse. We yeah. definitely played worse. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Do you guys have any achievements? I have a couple. Go on. Uh, my first achievement is Smash TV. Uh, and to get Smash TV, you nice. pick up 20 presents from the factory floor. And my second... And final achievement for today is Klaatu Barada Nikto. It's one of mine. And to yeah. get Klaatu Barada Nikto, you just beat the game. He oh. says it in the movie. General, the General Zevo Rose. says mm-hmm. Klaatu Barada Nikto. I had a moment. Where I didn't remember that at all. And oh, I had really? a moment and I was like, holy shit, that's cool. Instant achievement. Um so for those of you that don't know, it's from originally the day the earth stood still. That was the way to stop the giant robot. Those mm-hmm. are the words you say to stop the giant robot. And more poignantly for me, it was from Army of Darkness. Yeah. They're the words that Ash speaks before he he's supposed to speak before he picks up the Necronomicon. I said the words. I said the goddamn <laughs> words. Uh, 
so I loved that they put that in there. I know yeah. it was a call out to obviously to the day the Earth stood still because right. at the moment General Zevo is trying to stop the robot monster from killing him, and he's hoping that that does that. So I thought that was a yep. that was one of the better the better lines slash references in that movie. I agree. Uh, so and it's also that was my interesting that like Army of Darkness was ninety three, right? Just so right on like after back that. Back-to-back kind of references. Hmm. The same reference, yep. essentially. Mm-hmm. I guess kind of the same reference. Right. The reference is more on the nose and toys, I yeah, think. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's is. trying to stop He's trying to stop a giant right. robot, right? right? Yeah. So, yeah, I liked, I liked that a lot. Yeah, and I didn't mention it because I wanted it to be on my achievements yep. list. Yeah. So. yeah, I've got it on, on mine as well. well same, same achievement. You're up, yeah. Um, my achievement is... It's my duck in a box. <laughs> in order to unlock, it's my duck in a box. You pick up the wind up duck off the conveyor belt, which you carry in a box uh, at your crotch, like they do in Dick in a Box. <laughs> and then you let the duck loose. And then he does some worthless shit. Yep. Yes. It's, a, it's the hollow duke of the game toys. It's a distraction. Yep. Which. Would be neat, I guess, if it worked. If it worked, yeah. right? Where yeah. it's like, oh, you can distract an enemy and still complete the level, right? Nope, no, you got to destroy them. So that makes the shit where it's like, you, you, I did kill things with the duck. Yeah, distract it so it runs off and you run up to the camera. Sure, sure, exactly. Perfect. That's great use. That's some. That's some a boy in his blob shit right yep. there. But yeah, where it's like, well. I can use the duck against the tanks, but it takes two ducks to kill a tank and one bowling ball. Right. That just sh- shoots straight forward. Well, you can bounce it off of things. I know, and that's nice. Which too. was You're nice. Right. You could create you like it. a gate mm-hmm. of bouncy ball that anything that rolled through it was instantly vaporized. So that, that was one of the better weapons. Bowling ball rocks. Bowling ball does rock. Um, and that's it. That's all I got. Sorry. What was your what was your Klaatu Verata Nikto to be to be the game the yeah. same exact achievement? <laughs> oh wow, nice, great minds. Yeah, my first one is duck, 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 <laughs> etc. Uh, release ten ducks. I got that. I was ten times. Can I tell you my? <laughs> can I tell you my dark achievement? Say goose. Yeah. That no one that no one's gonna like. Tyler, say goose. No. Please, no, you're killing me. Hang there. Oh my god, you gotta take it. Yes, go ahead, Dave. Are you sure? Yeah, you're not I gonna live. hate me for it. No, I love you more for it. More, yeah, we duck, both will. Duck, duck, noose <laughs> in order to unlock duck, 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 noose intentionally dies, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh <laughs> That's good. Nope, don't hate you for it. That's good shit. Those are also two enemies you can fight simultaneously in Earthbound. Oh. A duck and a noose. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> There's a subreddit called I'm Finna Go to Hell. Yeah. That would fit in right there. <laughs> yeah. Love it. <laughs> they would love that there. Oh, yeah, he did kill himself. Okay. Right. Now That's I get the, it. Now yeah. See the best it. jokes. My <laughs> <laughs> um, other one. Pissdrinkers.com. Uh, you piss, <laughs> piss in four elephants' mouths to ah. deactivate the cameras. It does come from like the bottom of the screen. It does. You know, it yeah. if, it were, if it were yelling, yeah, he is. <laughs> I got a drug test coming up and I got to piss in some <laughs> elephants' mouths. 
<laughs> and my last one is Good Time Gatsby, oh. which there was a, a I remember just just core memory uh, in middle school of a boy who was we all Melissa and her cousins, me and two of my friends, one being one being Josh Nance with Hatbox Sweethearts, and had lunch together, and one of the boys that Good Time Gatsby was dating had recently like fingered her or something. Everybody, everybody knew about it. Nobody talked about it. Nice. And he rolls over and he grabs one of Melissa's rolls and it's like he puts his finger in it and she goes, fuck it, gross. That finger was just in my cousin. She's been fingered more times than a bowling ball at this point. So always, core memory, I see a bowling ball, good time Gatsby, <laughs> use 10 bowling balls. <laughs> That's flattering. <laughs> it is. It is. That's a compliment of the highest nice. order. Mm-hmm. Want to see what Flopsy has to say about it? Sure. You guys got any guesses? What Flopsy thinks about the game's value and or rarity? I'm going to say... See, I feel like they probably tried to saturate the market with this thing to bump VHS sales slash rentals of the movie. But I'm going to go with two stars and uncommon. It's, I'm st- I'm torn between uncommon and very uncommon, but I'm going to say two stars uncommon. Okay. See, I'm thinking they might have downplayed it because they knew they weren't going to sell any copies. So I'm going to also say two stars, very uncommon. I don't know the answer, but I do know the price of the game. So that mm-hmm. does kind of like yeah, color a lot of things. Right. Um, but so it's absolute entertainment, and I feel like they probably didn't have a lot of money. To distribute uh, a lot of copies, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the price of the game kind of counters that, so I don't know. It's one of those where it's like, I guess this is common, and I think that Flopsy was kind to it. I, my guess would be Flopsy probably gave it three stars because they're pretty kind to games. Mm-hmm. They do tend to be yeah. kind, but according to Flopsy, aka the ultimate. Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library, 1991 through 1998. Uh-huh. 1998? 1998. That's a, not that long ago, right? That's like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, 15 tops. <laughs> By Pat Contry, courtesy of Monster Ball Mike and the Shadowy Benefactor. Nope, not Blackthorn. Toys. Good Lord, I am surprised, <laughs> surprised. <laughs> Availability, common, one and a half stars. Wow. Hey. Possibly stars. Possibly the okay. lowest rated game we've encountered in Flopsy. Man, all right. Okay, well, we were the generous well, ones this time. Yeah. Here you go. Look at this. This is, uh, the reviewer says, uh, when I was a kid, I was excited to watch Toys, the film. Its trailer had a <laughs> Tim Burton feel film. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked bright and colorful, but the story seemed to have a darker tone. Uh, the day the film was available on pay-per-view, I begged my dad to rent it. Been there. Girl, same, except for mom. Uh, overall, we were both disappointed, but it had m- its memorable scenes. This is all about the movie. Unlike, unlike many movie <laughs> oh, game games, <laughs> this one tries to replicate some of the more notable parts of the film, such as the airplane in Manhattan scene. It just does so really poorly. Okay. Fair enough. Well, time 
is a predator that sneaks up on us all. And if we go back in the time machine and to the um, reviews that came out about this game, yes. as provided to us by Brad from Arizona. Time is a face on the water. Time is a face on the water. Uh, I will read to you a little bit of that. Uh, this is a review from, let's see here. Could I ask you guys something real quick? Yeah, while Please. I'm looking at this. What is a fighting game for the Xbox One you would recommend? I never owned an Xbox One, so I don't know. Soul Calibur? There's probably a Soul Calibur on there. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, an Xbox One. Yeah. Not the original Xbox. Not the original. <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Microsoft. That's not, <laughs> that suddenly became really confusing, didn't Fuck it? Fuck you, yeah. Microsoft. <laughs> um. Now I really don't have an answer. More, they've got some good Mortal Kombat's for yeah. that. Some of the good ones. I think. I think you could get. I can't remember. Toys. What do we look like? A video game? Two video game Jorge, podcast hosts. A rare text from Jorge Machayan asking me. A manhunter fame. A manhunter yeah, fame. That's exactly. right. I was on that episode too. Yes, sir. Before I became a host. So from Brad, what's up, y'all? Even at a time where my wife and I had virtually unlimited time, and all the cable channels on TV, and like to watch so bad it's a good movies, aka pre-child. I don't think we got more than ten minutes into the movie Toys. Somehow, somehow, I doubt the game is much better. I had a little of the Berenstain Bears effect because I could have sworn this game was from THQ. Uh, this review from Billy R. Moon from issue 50 of Game Players Magazine. Uh, this got the same score as Cybernator and Bomberman 2 in the same issue. Mm -hmm. wow. I'm not going to say either of those games are great, but Toys looks like it should be a 2. Bomber Very Bomber close, Brad. <laughs> Bomberman 2 is pretty great. Uh, Super Black... Bass got a nine, and Super Caesar's Palace got an eight. You guys did Super Caesar's we Palace. We sure did. <laughs> okay. What was the speed run on that? It was like two minutes. Right. Yeah, I remember it was being like some weird hit roulette, and then bust it all out, and then break up <laughs> everybody. Here are the here is the review of toys from Game Player Magazine. When Kenneth Zevo, president and owner of Zevo Toys, dies, he leaves his entire toy empire to his evil brother, General Leland Zevo. The general immediately begins churning out weapons designed as innocent toys. Blah, blah, blah. This is about the movie. As Leslie, you're given access to the arsenal of good toys to use against the general evil ones, the general's evil ones. But are your wind-up elephants and spinning tops enough to defeat the tanks and bombs that guard the factory security cameras? <sighs> not not enough. Not enough for me to want to read all this. But despite its interesting concept, Toys is hampered by graphics. Uh, once good looking intro is once the good looking intro is over, that look vaguely is vaguely digitized and background is just I can't read this because the graphic design on this is awful. It's yeah. black text on really loud background. That's a game. That's a 1990s gaming magazine. <laughs> it is. And I mm -hmm. do not have the same eyeballs I had in 1993 mm -hmm. or whatever. So, generally speaking, they gave it a six. Uh, in the context that Brad gave us, that's a higher score than it probably 
deserved even then. So I came up with another achievement. <clears throat> yes. Uh, Leslie Nope. In order hey. to Leslie Nope, you just turn the game off. You just, you just turn it on nice. and you're you nice. get to the point where you uh, get killed by a knockoff <laughs> babam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And turn it off. So I think that covers that. I think we touched enough on toys to uh touched it. We touched it all over. And I think we can put it to bed. Good night, sweet friends. Good night. Tyler. Yes, Dave. Thank you for touching your face to remind me of an important integral part of yeah. this show. If you were to give this game a beard, what beard why? I would give it the the beard that you get post oral sex oral sex where you get squirted in the face and you're like oh shit was that squirt or was that piss fuck I'm glad I don't have a camera in my mouth yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so is the the questionable liquid beard okay I know that beard <laughs> they pulled that toy from market, I think. <laughs> Squirt beard or pee? <laughs> okay, that's how we rate games going forward. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to give this game a pair of glasses, what glasses? Why? Uh, I give it, in the worst possible version... Rowdy Rodder, Rowdy Roddy Piper's sunglasses, where he pulls in, and they live where he looks back up, but he can see it for the horrible thing it actually is. Okay, so glasses that see things for how they actually nice. are. Those need to exist in a Call of Cthulhu game. Yes, just throwing that out there. Yes. Agree. Maybe not yours, but you know, I'm not like being that guy. I'm like, put this in the game for my character, but like, my someone... character invented these. Right. It's in his backstory. Yeah, right. <laughs> Somewhere, somewhere in some Call of Cthulhu game, those glasses need to be introduced. <laughs> and, and as DM, you say, and as part of the backstory, you are not allowed to own them. You can't what? touch them now. Oh, you or do, you, you they do the appropriate insane. sanity damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I call them NPC glasses because that's what you turn into when you put them on. All I see is NP. <laughs> <laughs> or is it squirt? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, next week, you said earlier, you mentioned a game that I was like, ooh, I'm going to write that down and suggest to them. Okay. Do. Casper. Casper. I have suggestions as well. Okay. Although I did love the Casper movie uh, a great deal. I haven't so seen I would, it. I would love to rewatch. Oh, it's a great, I loved it. It's a, That'd be a, it's good a product of its time. I don't know. Well, a little romancy. Well, the, the the uncle ghosts are. He doesn't really. He doesn't really do movies. Oh, he nubs yeah. out of them a lot. I was surprised that this movie. Casper's safe. No, I'm not worried about like the the content. Oh. I'm just concerned. oh like, attention, like, span. attention span. There's a part where Bill Paxton goes big cock. <laughs> 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 There's because like. In toys, what got his attention, he kind of walked through the living room when the kids are playing the war games. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, this is awesome. And I'm like, yeah, it is. It is awesome. But the movie says it's not. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> like when he's playing the video game in the arcade and Dude, he's and those blowing games up the UN van. Awesome. Like One of them was Afterburner. 
Oh no no I know I know what you're talking about yeah. I'm talking about um, the General's Arcade oh, where he's got yeah. the kids playing like these yeah. fucking like realistic looking uh-huh. war games. Man, in 1992, can you imagine? God, I would have been at the arcade a lot more, and I was no 20. Shit. But I did. I thought about you when they showed Afterburner yeah. in, uh, in the movie. Um, I have suggestions as well. Go on. Although I'm Goon. not opposed to doing Casper, we could just put all these on the docket if you're interested. Toy Story. Toy Story. Because Toys. Toys. A good one. Because mm-hmm. Toys. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lethal Weapon. Yes. Because of Lethal Weapons yes. mm-hmm. and Toys. So, yes. I mean, thinking about those yes. two as movie games mm-hmm. uh, we could do. And then also, you said this earlier, uh, I like the idea of Star Trek Generations Beyond the Nexus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Trek Generations is a great movie. Um, if you're interested in that, I would be... What's the one we did? We did Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine, Nine. yeah. Okay. Um, However, I will say, I can never for sure guarantee if John Turley can be on. I want to do it with (coughs) He's going to want to be on when we absolutely know he can. And I also would very much like for you two to watch Star Trek Generations. I'll watch it. It's It's a a good movie. movie. It's a movie, and it is after the show Mm -hmm. ends... Do but I you need? don't have to have a whole lot of show knowledge to get it. Okay. Yeah. You don't really have and to I have, have any. Less. <laughs> you won't have to have any. It's good. You know the you know the basic characters mm-hmm. of the show, and that's all that really matters. Okay. But so yeah. I'd like to do that at some point. Let's of course. Let's I didn't it. know it was a thing until you mentioned that this company developed it. Be a good movie tie-in game as well. So okay. at this point, let's leave it at Casper Toy Story or Lethal Weapon. Okay. What do y'all think? I mean, I'm liking Casper. I'm honestly, liking Casper. I'm liking Casper because I've seen I've seen some gameplay of Casper on the PlayStation. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm kind of curious okay. what it looks like on the Super Nintendo. I'm down. I like the movie, and I'm interested to see what the game has to offer. I've always been kind of a Casper fan. So, and I'm and I'm down <clears> to watch the movie. The movie I'm sure, the Nikki movie would is too. Great. It's a good movie. It really great. is. I. It's it's a it's more appropriate than toys Mm -hmm. in the sense of it seems like toys was marketed at a younger audience than it actually really produced for Mm -hmm. casper is not that and christina ricci's in it yeah she's really good in it so yeah definitely yes yeah just haven't seen it bill Mm -hmm. pullman really i didn't plays her dad okay uh yeah good shit I enjoy it. Let's do Casper. All right. Casper. Sounds good. Perfect. From the movie Kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to watch Kids? Nope. Don't do okay. that. <laughs> Agreed. Don't do that. <laughs> don't watch Kids, please. Watch it once in the 90s. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yep. Uh, so thanks for listening, everybody. You find the show on iTunes, not SoundCloud, Spotify, not Stitcher, all that business. Uh, got lots of things going on, but most importantly, there's that Patreon. Patreon.com slash Tadpog or PissTasters.com. Taste the piss. We'll get you what you need, which is to give us money. Uh, we love all of our donors. That money is very helpful to us. It goes a long way towards helping us pay our bills. It helps us buy things we need for the show. It's a, it's really, really generous of y'all to give that money, and we're very grateful. Um, we have a list of executive producers 
They donate $20 or more per month to the show, and I'd like to read the list of those generous people now, uh, starting with Plinko Nick Price, Usurper Grimm, Cubicle Monkey, Cthusius Jeff Miners, Gamebug Prime Nathan Eaton, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, Louisville Correspondent, Princess Consuela, Banana Hammock, Flavor Trek, Taryn Dahl, congratulations on your marriage, Pinball Airplane Archmage, Chris Edler, we're sorry you couldn't be on this episode, uh, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, a drink Smith, Joey Webster, and Derek Pope Sandwich. Thank you all so much hell for yeah. your generosity. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. Big hell yeah. Uh, and thanks to Dane, uh, who despite his hardware problems, managed to get the Top Gun up and running yep, thank on you. our YouTube channel. Sorry and he, about the hardware problems. Yeah, sorry you had to go through that. that um, appreciate that you still continue to yep. upload our show to YouTube mm-hmm. every week. Uh, just because you're nice. And once mm-hmm. again, thanks to Brad from Arizona for sending us fun facts mm-hmm. about toys this week's game. And I would like to thank somebody as well. I forgot I had this. It wasn't shipped to us in this plastic five-star bag that okay. I'm wrinkling. And you like that Ooh, ASMR? Good, some good ASMR. They good. don't. Yeah, they don't, they don't like it. They don't like it. They. They. Oh, I see what it is. We got from Tadpog Santa, cranberry orange relish. So fucking good. Okay. You want to try it next week? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Uh, I say I'll need to get some spoons. It's vacuum packed, so it should be fine. Yeah, I mean, I honestly was just going to give it to you. I think it's for you, but. Oh, uh, maybe, because I do love it, but I'd like all of us to eat it. Because it's so good. I, I don't like cranberry, though, is the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'll try it. I, I mean, I, I just feel like I can't fully you. appreciate it. Yeah, hold on to that. Bring some uh, little cookies or crackers yeah. or something next week, and we'll try it. But I believe uh, that came from Kana. Is oh, my, yeah. Is my oh, guess. Oh, yeah. Very <laughs> much. So, Kana, thank, thank you. you Kana. That's awesome. I can't wait Jack to try it. Moons. Mm-hmm. And the reason um, that it took so long is because it takes me a while to get stuff from the P.O. box, and then it also takes me a while to open things because sometimes it's tough to open a box for whatever reason. Yep. It's tough for me to mail a box. I get it. <laughs> it could be sitting in the room for a while. and The box room. In the box room. It's where I put all the boxes that one day I'll open but just can't bring myself to open right now. There might be an obligation in go. there. I don't, I don't want <laughs> Yeah. I'm that way with envelopes, but never boxes. I always open boxes. So, uh, our theme song is Moonless Secret Drive on Fat Track from the Shots at Tabby.com. How do you guys want to close it out? Robert, Robin Williams. Oh, sure. What's your favorite Robin Williams character? Sure. <laughs> so, until next time, Tropical Capricorn. Who are you? Hello! Ah, <laughs> yes, of course. Cuban B. <laughs> Hello, Cuban B. <bee. laughs> was that stalker guy from uh, the, the photographer? hour photo? Yeah. <laughs> that, was that the name of the movie? Yeah. Creepy fucking movie. That is a, yeah, that is a creepy movie. Dark. It's like when Jim Carrey did The Cable Guy. You know, Robin Williams being the weird, evil guy in that i'm a member of your family it put me off it was like what the fuck am i watching this isn't robin williams (laughs) 
TADPOG is hosted and produced by Tyler Holland, Dave Moore, and Ian Chandler and is available wherever fine podcasts are hosted. Have a question or comment for the hosts? Call us at 270-883-2555 and leave us a voicemail. We'll even play it on the show and respond eventually. Want to send us something? You can do that at Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky 42002. Sick of us doing all the talking? You can join in on the conversation by visiting our Discord at bit.ly slash tadpogdiscord or tastethepiss.com. Not many things are truly free these days, but our Discord is, and we'd love to see you there. Our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive, and a link to that track can be found at the show notes at tadpog.com. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting platform. We really appreciate it. Titty milk. <laughs> don't say anything you don't want recorded. Not the, the first one was milk's good. The first one was better though. That was, it had I don't know why it just had a better. Because it was a surprise mouth feel. Surprise titty milk as always. <laughs> it's probably the first time I've ever used the phrase mouth feel. It's good to use it. <laughs> the same sentence as titty milk. Yeah. <laughs>